Alright, so my podcast this Easter morning is with uh, Jerry Ponson, a.k.a. What's Jerry Pancake? Jerry Pancake, Jerry Pancocky. Jerry Pancocky, yeah, on, on Jerry's podcast, who uh, he's uh, the So Cool podcast, which is available iTunes, Google Play, is that Stitcher and all it's that? It's on Stitcher and yeah. all the, all, all all the, the places. Stuff. Right, just, just, like, just like this one is. Um, I think I'm a little bit behind him on... Uh, whether you know what I'm on and what I'm not on, but just uh, we were talking before the podcast started about we kind of started. I didn't know you were doing it. I don't think you knew I was doing no, it, and no. then realized we were both doing podcasts, which they're you know and they're completely different um, setups. Yours is uh, like a comedy. It's a kind of a nostalgia. Yeah, combined 80s. with comedy. Yeah, yeah. I I've been digging the bits, man. I mean, uh, you guys do like a fake news bits well we, we've we're injecting a little bit here and there and there's long like there's a, a history there's kind of a history behind it yeah um we had a website a long time ago called so cool az where we did okay. like kind of like the onion parody sure stuff. sure sure um and we've been friends for a long time and we actually were going to do a podcast back in 2010 which is the story of my life which you know no follow through <laughs> right we well, were actually been, man 2010 because i i saw statistics that said that right now there's 500,000 podcasts versus YouTube has 500 million channels. Yes. So, like, if you're trying to do a YouTube channel, good luck. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. And um, I don't know if you know, but YouTube changed their monetary policy. So, like, I got a video that I put on, oh, got to be somewhere around 2009, 2010, 1,000-gallon fish tank that we put together. And it was like a, it's like a seven or eight minute video, pretty short, but it's got fifteen thousand views on it, you know, uh-huh. of that video. And I'm guessing it's only five or eight minutes long. If they watched the whole video, uh-huh. it's pretty easy to watch. Uh, so it's got all those views. And I guess I guess at one time you used to make money that way, like you monetize right. that. I never monetized anything. My YouTube channel is not monetized now, um, but it's not monetized now because it couldn't be. You need a thousand subscribers to YouTube, to your channel, to, to, to monetize, and 4,000 minutes a month. That's... Yeah, right? It's almost impossible. <laughs> where, like, there's some little 12-year-old kid or 9-year-old kid that makes, like, a million dollars a year right. reviewing toys, which, hey, man, that's great. More power to you, you know, and everything. But so what was the reason for the podcast, this, this? Uh, well, so, you know, we, we've always, we've talked about it for a while. I, um, in my job as a mailman, I consume podcasts constantly, almost all right, day. Walking, right? So, um, yeah. You're I'm, driving. I walk, you walk okay. like 10 miles a day. Yeah, um, my buddy Eric Conkle, he's, he was a guy walking. Uh-huh. And I think he misses it now. He says he was in such much better shape. He's been there long enough where he gets a route that he can well, drive. Well, no, now he's... Uh, now he's like working some like in the shop or something like that mechanical like he's really? doing something. Oh, VMF, that's a yeah, good job. Right, 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 right. He's he's by St. Louis. Um, I'm sure he digs his new job, but he said he had you know, like what was the uh, Stephen King uh, calves like uh, cantaloupes, yeah. <laughs> hauling all that marijuana back. <laughs> so I consume you know a lot of podcasts, and um, my buddy and I, 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 I guess I the, the main reason why I did it was to make myself laugh. Yeah. And if other people get it, then it's cool. But sure, sure. it's it's a bit sophomoric. Um, you know, it's kind of like if we were at a high school party back in the day. 
this is the kind of stuff we'd be. Oh, that's good. We'd be talking hey, about. Cheers. Cheers. Jared. Happy Easter. Yeah. Cheers. Us Jared heathens are pro- not in church. Us, yeah. I came us. right after church, just you so go, you right. know. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a bloody mary in a while, but uh, that's good. Um, so yeah, okay. So my my reasons were similar. I was going out. Uh, actually, the one guy that 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 put me into getting like in the train of thought of getting a podcast and we never talked about it with with each other was this guy buddy of mine tony and he is republican mm-hmm. you know but we can go out for four or five hours drinking in the afternoon tacos mm-hmm. and have a great conversations and i never walk away from it upset with the guy i don't think he walks away from it upset. i'm pretty positive he doesn't and i always walked away from those conversations feeling like inspired that we could all have conversations. Right. That's pretty good. And then also like makes your brain work and think where so many people I think just drudge through life watching dances with the stars and doing whatever they're doing and not thinking about anything mm-hmm. where I, I like the stimulate of having the conversations with the guy. So I'm like, you know, I got to have more. If my life was, you know, if I'm looking for a meaning in life and a, and a thing to be happy about, like I want to have mm-hmm. good conversations. I want to sit down right. and then I'm like, well, you know, I have good conversations about things that nobody would care about. Right. <laughs> so those aren't going to be any good. So I was like, what can I do that I, I know so many people who know something about something. And, I mean, you've even you've got like, you know, you don't have like a, um, you know, like the, the Jim Bennett with the yoga. Like mm-hmm. He's been around the planet learning that right. and everything else. And, I mean, as far as a, a yoga teacher goes. He's really one of the top-notch guys. Uh-huh. He's like uh, my girlfriend does yoga at a couple different places, and all the instructors go to him for their classes. Sort uh-huh. of a deal. So it was great to have him on and kind of go over the history of yoga and all that stuff. But like you, I see your stuff on on social media with the uh, with the political stuff, which we pretty much come from the same angle. On I it. think we're in the same place. Yeah, sa- sort of the same place. <laughs> Similar, right? And then. Uh, I want to talk about the post office because you work at the post office and the misconceptions of the post office absolutely drive me up the wall. I mean, there's people who are mad that the post office somehow takes tax dollars. It 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 does not. That is a very common thing. The service that's available there, I equate it to like if we could just get people to understand that you put a 50 cent stamp on an envelope and two days later, my cousin in California is opening the envelope. Right. For fifty cents, like if I if I called the private company FedEx to do that, it would be nine dollars or whatever nine, the hell 10, it is, right? Whatever it is yeah, now, to to do the same exact job. So if you could just translate that to healthcare and say, listen, mm-hmm. I want to put the fifty cent stamp on a thing and get my healthcare well, taken care of. Versus, yeah, the bottom line is it's it's a service that's yep. provided for free, technically right, for it's all revenue of us. neutral. We all get mail. Right. regardless of whether we want it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it's a quasi-federal agency, so we have to answer to Congress, but we are not funded by the government. Right, right, right. right, So it it puts us in a position where they can tell us what to do, but they're not the ones generating, you know, giving us the money. Now, that was, I think that happened in the 1970s. Right. Because they wanted to run it more like a business. Well, it's not a business. you know, we support large industries like the bulk mailing. So just think about if it was legal for people to spam your email. Yes, right, right. And they could make money at it. Sure. Um, you would have email, 
you know, for days. Yes, and I do. To- I mean, I have to go through it and honestly unsubscribe <laughs> constantly because I shop online and everything mm-hmm. else. Like, I don't, uh, you know, I've, I've got the, the Echo Dot there and mm-hmm. everything else. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that somebody's listening to what I'm saying, but I can oh, care less what, what, they, what, they, what they think. But... Uh, so, I mean, you know, if I'm on Facebook or if I'm searching for something online, I'd love to do – I like to take the, the the internet and actually use it for the purpose that I think works right. out to be good, which is – I mean, I don't look at reviews because that's nonsense. Uh-huh. The people that make the shit write the reviews right. themselves. But I like to go through and find out, like, which – I grow stuff. I got strawberries out back. I want to know which variety of strawberry to grow, and I can uh-huh. do that by looking at the, the what yields and, and you know that. all that kind of stuff in the forums and everything. So I like that. But if I do that, then I know that when I go on Facebook, there's going to right. be ads for strawberries. Absolutely. So, you know, which it turns out that you know the big spying thing is because we're idiot consumers, right. exactly, and that's where all the money's at. Well, I think you'd be you'd be surprised at the amount of um, you know the bulk mailing industry is an industry they have a ton of lobbyists. So when people when you see an article pop up online and people are bitching about the you know when you say bulk mailing you mean junk mail yeah Just, junk uh, mail. Right. Um, so like people you know somebody will post I can't believe they're raising the price of stamps or whatnot. Um, those are those are essentially leaked by the the bulk mailing they have a lobby okay uh, so they have a reason we're sustaining them in a in a non-for-profit entity and they're a for-profit business yes so right. um in that way also ups and fedex we do a, a lot of their last mile deliveries so so we're also subsidizing for-profit companies in that way so a lot of the misconception is well the post office loses money well, we're losing money, but these other companies are making it kind yes. of on our backs. Right. And don't, now I'm under the impression, you know, you would know better than me. Like, if Christmas time comes and you get your Amazon stuff and it's supposed to come UPS or whatever, like that, the overflow or like some areas that UPS doesn't go to, like I, I get said, a lot the, of my stuff through yeah, the U.S. Postal Service. The last mile, like, yes. you know, um, they'll, a UPS truck or a FedEx truck will. Pull up to our. So this is almost like socialism office. for businesses. Yes, which is seems to be really okay with people. Like when Donald Trump says that we need to have you know state-run TV, that's bad socialism. Right. But when he, you know, when when you know when we have so the like the post office and stuff like that, the post office would be more like a public option. Right for so healthcare. A, right, right. So you know, and the reason why we're the cheapest because we don't have a profit motive. Right. You know, everything we can do can be based on a break-even sure. scenario, sure. Sure. Um, which is poorly calculated because it is an enormous bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. Number one, we have um, for every five uh, regular postal employees, there is one manager. Okay. So you have a huge bureaucracy at the top, yeah, um, controlled by Congress, right? Um, they never are accountable. They're never fired. Right. That's way too much um, management. They get moved if they do something wrong in one office. They get What's moved the to another. What's the pay scale different? Um, I Is mean, a manager so making like you're going to make in six figures. Yeah, wow. most of, you know, like a postmaster in a in a reasonably sized office with their bonuses. Um, you know, the next step uh, a, a Postal operations manager, which is manages a group of post office, they'll make you know yeah. one hundred and twenty thousand. Okay, okay. Um, and on up the chain. Right. So, now, see, that's some of the same issues that go on in the healthcare system mm-hmm. because 
I know a bunch of people that work in the healthcare industry, whether they're nurses, physical therapists, you know, pretty much got to meet them all because I went and broke my neck and then, you know, I get to meet all these, you know, people that are mm-hmm. in that profession. They are overburdened with so many vice presidents and people right. that are administration in, is right, everywhere. making three times as much money as the lady that's doing the nursing, the actual work, you know, right. the thing. Uh, and that's why healthcare costs. There, there's a there's you know fifty a myriad of reasons why healthcare costs are are off the charts, mm-hmm. and part of them is administrative people who sit there at a desk twiddling their thumb with the vice presidency. Yeah, I mean we have people in Washington. So all of us have GPS on us now, a hundred percent of the time. Um, you're aware of all the ring doorbells that people have, so they can yeah. tape and their motion or or noise activated. So. Um, we're constantly being watched, and so there's it's people's job in Washington D.C. to look, drill down, and look at Jerry Ponson's route, how many letters he has for today, how many packages he has for today, and then project a time when sure. Jerry is going to be done, regardless that Jerry's not a robot. Right, and you're you're so you're over scrutinized. <laughs> where the vice president or where, the guy, where, the administrator. Well, so I I know of one person that has been fired, and it was the guy in Frankfurt, the postmaster in Frankfurt, and it was for a, uh, it was like a teenage. Uh, he was. Uh, I don't know if he was groping or oh, grooming teenage girls for sex. So. Yeah, right. Nice. So it t- takes something pretty. I mean, there's Agreed people just... that have stolen stuff. There's people that get caught on camera doing stuff, and that is part. Of, that's one of the benefits of the job is it's super secure. Yeah, you know. Right, 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 um, right. Well, you better not commit any crimes. No, because <laughs> with all those ring doorbells, I heard that there are facial recognition software that's running through everything now. I mean, they know where you're at constantly oh I yeah mean, uh, and uh, like you're hitting the route how many how many like percentage wise ring doorbells i don't have one i would say it's probably getting in the neighborhood of 60 percent whoa whoa and so you're all you're on camera all the time and we I- just had a carrier so she was you know we're not supposed to, technically we're not supposed to wear any kind of earbuds or anything we're supposed to oh, be really? out there yeah which would be impossible to stay awake um but so Carrier was on the phone with, I don't know, her sister or something. And, you know, she put a package on the or person's porch or whatever and kind of kicked it and then said, you know, call the customer a bitch or whatever. Oh, nice. <laughs> to her sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so it, it went viral, of course, on Facebook because, you know, for the hundreds Who of cares? millions of letters oh, and packages that we deliver, the one, you know, if I misdeliver something that no matter who that person is they're calling the office that day like it's a you know like i <laughs> and i try to explain you know we do make mistakes even though i'm doing the same exact thing sure, every day sure, sure um uh yeah that, that, that reminds me of like people that are like all upset about uh you know uh burger mcflippyton making 15 dollars an hour and oh i like, know dude, yeah, i don't even right i don't even eat fast food like hardly ever like i mean if i'm in a bind I'd rather hit Panera and get a salad or something like real food. I mean, I'm like disgusted by McDonald's and all that stuff. But you want to buy your $6, you know, Happy Meal or whatever the hell you're buying with your fructose corn syrup, you know, Uh gallon of that crap and everything else. And you want it to be $6, but you're like upset. It's not even food. Like if if they Mm -hmm. knew what it actually took. I had people like tell me. That the if they give those people a raise, then their you know then their happy meal is going to go up in cost. 
there is no chance that McDonald's is doing like a cost analysis on material and labor no. for a Big Mac. No. It's a total market analysis. You'll spend X amount of dollars before you'll start to bag your lunch. Right. So right. That's what exactly. So, you know, it's convenience and people right. pay for convenience. I don't care what other people make. If you're if you're flipping burgers, you deserve to, I think everyone deserves to make at least a living wage mm-hmm. because somehow we're all supporting the people that don't. Right, but the same guy that's bitching about the post office is the same guy bitching like you know that you misdelivered one letter or some shit like that. Is the same guy bitching that he didn't get pickles on his uh, right Big Mac, or and yeah, he like, still doesn't want the guy to make more than four bucks an hour. I want half as much onions. I want a little extra uh, special sauce. Right, and you know half of a bun. Right. And they screw it up, and you're shot. Like it's like a five star restaurant. Sure, sure, but I mean, they're like pre bitching that the guy screwed up his meal. When like I'm looking at him, like explaining to him, the problem is, is that this person is working three of those jobs, right? Because he makes eight bucks an hour. If you did like, they're like, and you want fifteen dollars, pay him fifteen dollars an hour, and then if it's fucked up, bitch. Right. But if it if it's not fucked up after that, maybe you just solved your own damn problem, and then. The market analysis is going to come back the same. McDonald's is not going to raise the cost of your Happy Meal. You're still going to get Mm-mm. your nasty, gross food that you want to eat. No, they'll have to make a little less profit in order to pay right. people. That's right. the big hardship that's going to go so on. And so that gets uh, that points me in this direction. With uh, you know, we kind of grew up in the same area, right? With the same same kind of people, like definitely same economic. You know, I would say middle class, yeah. solid middle class. We yeah. none of us were going to school starving or, or we went to school with some people that were that, yeah i mean that i wanted to punch in the head because they were like you know <laughs> driving the new corvette well, and then they wrecked that well and yeah we daddy did, bought him a porsche yeah. or whatever the hell. but those same people are are the ones that will on facebook that will go after any kind of reform for 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 fair wages or unions sure, or sure, anything sure. like that and i just i find it just really crazy that there's so much outrage from these people that grew up basically in a privileged, privileged situation, um, and now all of a sudden you're mad like somebody's you taking the, something from honestly, me. Honestly, I think those guys, yeah, those guys, that, that no, the people that deny that there's white privilege, like I, there's a Louis C.K. Uh, bit where he's like. Uh, you know, I'm going to ride out this whole white thing. Like, you know, like right. I'm, you know, I'm just going to, because I would, you know, I am too. And I think I pissed somebody off one time on social media because like someone was like, well, you wouldn't trade to be out of that wheelchair and be a black guy. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I wouldn't. I know the world, how it goes. And I would not. I'm just going to ride out you're, the whole white you're thing. You're starting from, a, 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 you know, you're starting from, I, I guess I'll do a golf analogy, right? Like we're, white people are starting from the ladies tees and mm-hmm. black people have to tee off from like the, you know the yeah. PGA, right? And they give them they give them cattails to golf with. Right. We got we got the nice ping clubs. <laughs> no, it, it's completely. I mean, it, my my sons see it. They they, they were like uh, freshman high school. They're wrestling varsity, and they, you know, they're like first the first time that they were going to different schools, and they're like, why do all the black schools suck? Why are like the all the showers are broken? Everything's yeah. a mess. And I'm like, well, because the revenues. You know, dependent on the tax dollars that they get from property tax, mm-hmm. and there's the property ain't worth shit in those neighborhoods. So then the school sucks, and 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 then the charter schools proliferate, and then they right. go out of business. Right? Yeah, that DeVos uh, lady that, would like to. Uh, that's yeah. happening. That's happening in Gary. You know, and we the have... thing is, is like if you think about it, like let, let's. There's a selfish way 
to spin all these issues that if if the selfish person, the guy who's like, I got mine, Jack, mm-hmm. you know, go fuck off. If you think about it in the way of like, okay, do you want to live in a society where a bigger portion of the society is uneducated, can't work a job? Like when, when people bitch about socialism, I'm like, at least you don't seem to understand. When Amazon makes $11 billion in a year and pays zero taxes, you understand that their entire workforce was educated by most of them by the public school system. Right, and they use so the roads people, and right, they use all right. the well, police. Well, they've got way more trucks on the roads than mm-hmm. I ever will have on the roads. He, If anything, there should be it should be progressive where if – if you made eleven, if you made eleven billion dollars, you know, over a span of time, and you paid three or four billion in taxes, like like mm-hmm. a person should, someone like Amazon who's making that yearly, I'm sorry, you should pay sixty, seventy percent. You should. You should because you don't you're using it more. You don't, and you don't. This whole generational wealth thing, like when you die, I'm sorry, like for your kids and my kids or whatever. That's the estate tax. The accounts should be zeroed out. It should go to the commons. There's no reason. Especially if you're a blue-collar guy who believes in you need to make it for yourself. Right. Then why don't these rich kids make it for themselves? Like go make it for yourself. Yeah. Listen, you've already got every – I would say the Harvard education is worth less than the connections you make going to Harvard. Oh, absolutely. So you've already got that all wired, man. You've got the – the name you've got all this other stuff but if you had zero dollars starting out i bet you'd still be you're not going to, you're going to community college well, what, you're going to juco even if you could get through college on your name everything else that you you know you did if, we, if you did it it's purely merit-based no look at the hollywood thing right now where those kids were those mm-hmm. parents were and they're all saying the kids had no, no idea listen you know you're a dumbass right you know exactly um but getting back to amazon just for, for a little bit mm-hmm. So what's happening now is that, you know, they, they've done what they always do. They came into the post office. They forced us to do oh, that's Sunday. another one with the post office. Sun, oh Sunday delivery. They forced us. Easter um, Sunday. I saw right. a postal carrier today. Oh, yeah, today. they're I'm out like, there. Wow. So they're out there delivering packages, and that's a different classification of worker. It's a CCA, they're called. They're, um, they are union, but they are considered part-time, but most of the time they work okay. like right. 60 hours a week. Right, right, oh, yeah, right. That's so, part time. Um, but so what Amazon did was very smart. They, you know, they didn't have their own delivery infrastructure. The post office is the cheapest possible thing. So Absolutely. we started getting trucks. I think this was around when I started, like daily trucks that were from Amazon, like a semi truck. Okay. Um, so now what they did is they infiltrated and and took all the postal infrastructure that we had. They've they know every route now. They know the delivery times. They know all the stuff. Right. How to route the packages. And now they've started their own um, delivery service. Like you can franchise into it. Um, really? For $30,000, you'll get 10 vans. They say uh, they say Prime on the side. I don't know if you've seen them or not. I haven't but, seen one yet, no. Um, well, they're doing it out of Gary, so I okay. see them all the time. Right, sure, sure. Um, and so the other day on my route, normally I would get probably 35 to 40 Amazon packages in a day. Uh, last week there was a day I had two. Oh, wow. So what's going to happen now is Amazon is going to pull back all these packages and do it themselves. And then the Postal Service, because they have no plan for the future, <laughs> yeah, right. it's going to be out that revenue. Oh, wow. And so they will do something stupid. This is just my prediction. Yeah. And they will lease the mailboxes to either Amazon or one of the competitors. And then it will be over. 
Oh, really? <laughs> right. And then the, the person that gets hurt I mean, in that is the guy who just wants to use regular snail mail for mail. Right, right. Because those unprofitable areas and, 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 will be so, the only thing the post office does. Right, and you need to no, – the, the, the Amazon has a uh, – so, like, um, I saw a whole, whole documentary on how – their their business model. So if you if you're a merchant, uh, a guy selling stuff on Amazon, mm-hmm. and Amazon watches your analytics. Oh, this is a story that I can tell. Right. I, when I had the bike shops, they we had a tricycle, a Schwinn tricycle that we had sold one Christmas on Amazon, and I think I sold about six hundred of them. They were really nice, you know, little Schwinn tricycle. Well, the next year I ordered like fifteen hundred of them because I was like, yeah, this is going to go gangbusters. So it was into November, and I'm like, why are these things not selling? Well, right. I went on Amazon, and you have my listing, which was 100 bucks, mm-hmm. And then Amazon had a listing, which was yep. $55. They had right. sourced the product so directly. To, for, for anyone that's listening, <laughs> the, right, the way that they do it is they, they do a market analysis on how much you're making. And if they see a profitable thing, they come in, and they severely undercut you mm-hmm. to corner that market. They put you straight up out of business. Uh, that's ab- that's why right. I'm a mailman. <laughs> right, 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 right. So they, they, no, but that's what they're trying to do with the US, the US Post. They'll, they'll put them out of business. The thing is, everyone thinks, oh, that's great because we're going to get it cheaper. Yeah, uh-huh. dumbass. As soon as you're out of business, the price goes back up again so oh, they can make absolutely. that profit margin that they were looking to make in the beginning. Every letter that, you know, um, every letter that we don't charge first class postage for is a net loss. Right. Um, you know, this whole thing, there was a philosophy for a while that will take all this revenue no matter what because the carriers are going out there anyway. Yeah. Well, now, you know, all of us are working a lot more overtime than we want to. You know, we normally would have a right to choose to work overtime, but a lot of us are being forced to. Um, it's not that great of a job anymore is the other thing. Yeah. Um, you know, with all the gig economy jobs is like Uber and Lyft and all that. Um, people can make $17 an hour, which is what we start at, sure. uh, and they can do it on their own schedule. Right. So being outside, uh, I walk 10 miles a day, um, which is good for me because I can eat and drink whatever I want, yeah. usually. Yeah, a healthy lifestyle <laughs> as far as that goes. But, but um, the younger kids do not want to do this job right no, no so sure, sure, sure. a large percentage of our workforce is going to be retiring and there's we just have to do more work the people that you know have right 12 well, I years guess, left you know like my, my big warning to people would be anyone rooting for the postal service to go away you better be prepared for what's going to happen after it's gone because amazon will jack that thing right oh, up oh yeah as soon and, as it's and gone. you know they they see opportunities we deliver a lot of medication for people and it's super cheap for the pharmacies to send it out so if they had to send it through amazon it's going to be more money yeah, because right, amazon right. is a for-profit we are a service right right uh we do not have to make a profit in fact it's in our tenant that we it's break even Sure. Do the, do sure. best to break even. Right. So if someone was to explain a public option, you know, to take it like in healthcare, mm-hmm. you would I would explain it like this. It costs. So you know, I've had, I've had people say the, the, the things that they did, they, and it's not. I don't. I, I refrain from saying like dumb because it's not dumb. It's just that you haven't thought it through. So like they'll say stuff like, well, if you have a public option for insurance, 
all the people who have jobs, all the adjusters, all the salespeople, they're all, I'm like, that's not true. If it's a public option, they're still going to market it as a business. Yes. They just don't have those couple of CEOs that make, United Healthcare CEO made $91 million last year. That guy's gone. Yeah. So the, the, the you know, they take healthcare insurance, they do the execs, and I'm not even for a public option. I'm for single payer and I'm I'm for more of a um, a Medicare buy-in. Uh, yeah, sure, at, sure. At, like when you're younger, it's going to cost younger people more. Um, but have them buy in and then have it gradually decline sure. as you get older. No, I, until, I'm for all the way. I, I want a single know, payer, like straight yeah. up. Just take it out of my taxes. And the reason that that I want that done that way is because if you're in a pool for insurance, and the bigger your pool the cheaper your insurance right. is. So let's make one pool for the entire country. Absolutely. And you know, have it be paid through through the government. The reason I want the government to be the payer is because then the government has the power to say we're not paying you $18 for an aspirin. Right. So So yeah. Either you're not going to well, sell aspirin or you're not going to get the, the money. Is it the bear company or is it is that the people that made oxy Cotton and all. Oh, the, that's the. Uh, that's a whole other. Yes, right. Those people were yeah, straight up drug dealers. That's and, who. That's who people should be mad at. Not absolutely. Um, you know the people that want to have a single payer option or or want to have health insurance. I think you know you or I sitting here, and even if we had some Republican people sitting here, like you just I mean, would I rather want have people I, I like die because they can't afford. You know, I don't so. see. I don't think. I don't think that most of it. There's a couple of people on Facebook, and you know who you are. There's some malicey motherfuckers. That's for sure. The people that are like, you know, we don't give a shit if babies are in cages. Right. Fuck them because they're brown and right. all that. Like, you know, you're, you're an asshole. So, uh, um, and they, I, I deal with those people. But I think for the most part, people have been programmed to be afraid. To be yes. really afraid, and I mean, it's it starts now. It starts just with straight up that goofball that's president. Right. He just gets up there and says things that are patently false, and he yes. just says them. And then somehow that you know that gains because of the office, it gains a bunch of legitimacy, which right. it, it's complete well, nonsense. And and like you and Laura talked about on on the earlier episode, like facts are irrelevant to the most people on both sides. I right, think. Right, I right. think. I think. This may be a very negative and, and dark view, but I think I think that he wins again. I uh, and think that I, there's a good chance that he does. Um, and I think, so for a little while there, I thought maybe he wouldn't run. And I know my buddy Andy was under the impression he goes, he won't run. But That's now, possible. Well, I don't think it's possible now because the, the Mueller report came out, which, again, Everyone who didn't read it posted stuff like, "Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing." Because you listen to right. Knucklehead and his yeah, his summary, his lackey. <laughs> well, and then you know, like one guy said, "Sound about like you know, yeah." Well, so what? Bill the bar guy lied. He's a politician. Barr's not a politician. No. Barr's an attorney. He's, he's an appointed position. He's not. He's not running for States. office. That's not right. He's not supposed to lie. Um, it's against the law to lie to the American people. Right. And Sarah Sanders, I think there's 10 times that in the report where she straight up just lied to the American people yeah. trying to protect Trump. The report is actually full of um, all kinds of things that are really, really awful. This is the reason they've been fighting. What person fights 
to get something not released when it does when exonerates. Right. Like if his taxes were legit, oh, he'd have him out. There. He would have him out there. He because yeah. that's what he that's is. Right. Anything that he, he does remotely well, right. he will promote oh right. to right. the end of the, of his days. Mm-hmm. And I think absent of him having a massive stroke. And I think, unfortunately, if something happens to him and he dies, I think we are on the precipice of a civil war because it will be conspiracied out where, you know, the left or somebody, the deep state took him out. You know, all these crazy people. Okay, so I do not, right, I'm a big picture person. I like to step back and look bigger picture. I don't want to... Um, I don't care if Donald Trump is reelected or not. I don't. I really don't. Like people, the, the the funniest people that are on Facebook are the ones that are like, you know, ooh, they're all crying and boo boo boo. You know, yeah. dude, I shed a tear. I could care less. First off, never was a Hillary fan. Couldn't care less that she lost. I cannot believe that three years later there are knuckleheads that are still saying you're just upset that Hillary lost. I was never right. upset that Hillary lost in the first place. Um, Trump has been, and this is like uh, me and Laura. And speaking of Laura. Like, I did that podcast, and I wanted to keep it, like, we're not neutral. We're, right. I'm, I'm not going to be neutral. Yeah, I'm, I'm on a my, side. Yeah, I'm on a I side. Would, I would be more of the radical right. But Democrat. just because I'm on a side doesn't mean that I'm <laughs> right. lying. Right. I'm not lying for that no, side. No, I'm not lying no, no for that No one's paying either. me to be on that side. Uh, so, but, like, I did that podcast, and I was like, you know, I know that there's most people are not going to look at that. It is in the analytics of uh, Facebook or uh, uh, YouTube, it's my second most viewed podcast. And minute-wise, people will stay tuned long, longer right. to that one. Well, than Laura, we love you. And you're... No, no, absolutely. I just <laughs> thought the political thing would not be, you know, like it'd be a, a third rail sort of thing. And it, it, it's not. Well, it is, it, I mean, it's it, why I think some of the most popular podcasts out there are political Right, right, politically right, right, based right, right, stuff, right. You know, one side or the other. Sure, sure, sure. And um, I, that, 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 I think that's the problem. Like, I don't want mine to be one side or the other. Um, Andy is um, super Republican. You know, um, he says conservative, but I, I can't wrap my brain around. Is the, he a business owner? Is that no? He's of, a union laborer. That, it, that's a dichotomy that I find at the post office a lot, where mm-hmm. we do have a large percentage of. Right. Now, now, Andy's a great guy. He really is. Like, Most I mean, of he, them are, are not union members. Right. But. But, but Andy's like this terrific guy. He does um, a lot of work for a hospice benefit. Like he's a guy who's actually doing things to actively help people and stuff like that. But the news he watches tells him that being a nationalist is okay and stuff like that. It's like right. so they, the, they negate to watch the history of being a nationalist right. and where it went in a lot of places. It went really bad. Yeah. I mean, Andy Hitler might be maybe a, is where it went the Well, worst. Hitler, Mussolini, they're right. all, you know, all this is all bad stuff. But, and it, like, Andy would be the one that'd be like the German who was like, well, you know, I wanted Germany to do well, but I didn't know we were doing that sort of a thing. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't think Andy's a, a malicious guy at all. You know, he just... Like I said, you're convinced by the propaganda you're listening to that right. it's okay. Well, and I'm not trying to be a little. Andy's not even a dumb guy. Like he's, you know, like I'm not. I don't make. I don't want to make Trump supporters out to be dumb because I don't think no, that they are. I think no. that that they're spending a lot of time thinking, but I think they're spending a even more amount of time consuming a product that makes you think a certain way. Right. Well, it's like we were talking about earlier before we started the podcast about. Um, Kind of the um, I posted something about Tim Anderson. We're both white White yeah. Sox fans, yeah. And the whole bat flip thing, sure. and now how that's become White Sox sure <laughs> become like a now it's become almost a uh, uh, you know the first I posted about it and I said you know baseball needs to have more fun. Yeah, it's a 
they're having a problem attracting and, and, young and people. And Bernstein had been saying this for years, right. for years. Right. That he, even when the Boston Red Sox were doing it, yeah, all their stuff, all for the years. beard stuff. And all... I was, I'm fine with that. I'm totally cool with. I'm not a Paul Bunyan at all. I can't even wrap my brain around the people that are like they're, you know, like uh, that are trying to stop things from being I'm, different. I'm pining for the 1920s, right, right, right. But you know, they don't want they want uh, they want the NBA when it was all white dudes and everything else. And I'm like, yeah, listen, yeah, I you, don't like to see people dunk a basketball. Do you? No, it's not fun. At that all. and like you know, very unathletic white people, or doing or like defensive football. Sorry, I'm right. not a fan. Now there's you know. <laughs> Nash was a completely athletic white uh-huh. dude. There's there are athletic white dudes. I'm not, you know, being a racist or anything like that. But you cannot tell me that the sport of baseball, the sport of basketball, the sport of football isn't better because everybody's involved now. Well, the thing with baseball is they they want to attract a younger audience to yeah. the game. Sure. You know the how you do flip, that? The bat flip's awesome, by the way. I, it, that it, one in like particular so, was like so yeah, good. Right. And, good. I, you know, I wish Tim Anderson had been a better player the last two years. But this year, this if year he, he turns out player. to be... Yeah. He's, I mean, he if he, he batting five hundred right now or something four twenty one I think crazy ridiculous Small sample size, five but... home runs yeah um, he's doing well and and so but the like the minute I posted that I had someone comment you know uh, if if there, if he was a cub or whatnot yeah just looking to jab um, to get some and I said well Kyle Schwarber like went off. Like in a game two days earlier, yeah. told the umpire, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it looked like he was going to kill him in the, yeah. Yeah, in the still photos I saw. Didn't get suspended. Well, that's not the same thing. He said something. You yeah, know what? Yeah, let's talk about that because that was a crazy <laughs> – the, the dynamic of that situation was – so the article I read on it was that um, he said you – He called ass, the white guy weak a, ass the N-word. N-word, right? You weak-ass N-word. He is black. He, I think a, he's the only black player on the white yeah, side. Yeah, and he's, not, he's like Wesley Snipes black, too. He's not like, yeah. you know, maybe he's black. He's black guy. <laughs> and the pitcher's like, you know, his name's like Parker. So it's like he's like yeah, as white he, as a white guy yeah. could be. And I was like, I'm not positive how I feel about that. I think that's okay. I would take, yeah. Well, I would take worse offense to the weak-ass part. I mean, the, if he called him a cracker? Yeah. Still, like, if he called him a cracker, would that rise to a suspension? It doesn't. I think I'd love it. If it were the opposite, and if that white guy me a says cracker the N-word, honky, yeah, I, I can't I help but smile. Dig, I would dig it. Yeah, right, right. right. Like, you said what? <laughs> Come on. At least if you're gonna call me that, call me Peckerwood. Yeah, because that's the Something, best one. Yeah, like want. some yeah. sort of backwoods redneck, right. whatever. Right, 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 you know, right, right for sure. For but sure. but that whole that's the same dynamic that's playing in politics, and it, it's the, it's almost exactly the same. You know, it, and it's the same people. Yeah, that right. will get behind. You know, um, the the I've seen people on welfare. Like uh, when I started delivering mail, um, I delivered in Benton Harbor, which is the poorest city in Michigan. Okay. Um, you know, I see the people at the housing projects and the people that are waiting on their on their checks. And sure. you know what? I'm not trading places with those people for anything. They are not living. No, they are not right. living their best life. No, and I don't understand how somebody. <laughs> so okay, so I don't. I don't get into it too much. But I'm a. I'm considered a quadriplegic. I'm paralyzed from mm-hmm. my chest down. My hands are affected, and when I first got injured. Um, it was a, I mean, it was a big blow, man. Like I, my, my, my life was going great. I was making a ton of money contracting and everything. And I mean, I was obviously still a guy that was, uh, with a tool belt on doing a job, 
So, but you know, I had it wired. It was it was working out real well. Um, broke my neck, and I had 1.2 million dollars in hospital bills. My ex-wife at the time, or wife at the time, ex-wife now, signed me out of workman's comp, so I had no insurance. So Ooh. that was mine to have mm-hmm. this this big huge debt. Um, so. You know, I was approached. There's a caseworker that, that while well, I'm in the rehab hospital, because I'm there for four and a half months trying to figure out how to like dress myself mm-hmm. and everything else. And uh, um, the caseworker has talked to me, and she lays out pretty much that I'm eligible for every single program that exists. I can get mm-hmm. food stamps. I can get uh, housing assistance. I can get heat assistance. I can get a um, the wireless companies. It's another one. There's no such thing as an Obama phone. Verizon actually pays for that phone. Mm-hmm. Their, their plan in that situation is to give you a phone, get you addicted to a phone, and then when you do get a job, you'll buy a phone. Right. That's that's their program. It has nothing to do with the government. Um so, but anyways, I, I, I qualify for, for disability, for, for everything that you could possibly do. I added it all up, and I was like, yeah, that's not going to work. Like, that's right. never going to get me to where I want to be in life. So I can't, I, I never took care of any of it. Right. I mean, uh, while I was, like, learning how to put my pants on while lying on a bed with, you know, n- you know not very good hands, I was getting disability, which is like $1,000 a month. That's not enough money to live on either for, no. for a person. But that's that that's the extent of anything I've ever collected as far as I've never had a link card or food mm-hmm. stamps or any of that kind of stuff because it's a trap. The right. whole thing is a trap. If you get in that system, the, the it's it's it, I don't know if it's maliciously designed to be a trap, but the problem is is there's a, a ceiling where you can't you can right. earn money. If you're an able-bodied person, you need to have a job to collect welfare to right. begin with. But you can't have a job that pays more than $23,000 a year. Right. So if you're getting $1,000 a month in assistance to pay for your heat, your some you know some mm-hmm. food for your kids and stuff like that, and you work at Burger King and you make $22,000 and it is November, well, you're done working now. Right. Because if you work that one more month, you're going to make – a thousand dollars in that month, but they're going to take ten thousand dollars away. Exactly makes no sense. It's a it's a system that should be changed because it stifles people from getting out of that. And then situation. and then gen, it becomes generational for those yes, people because you can't you can't bridge. What you need to happen is you know they need that that situation. They don't need a, a two dollar raise or a four dollar raise. They need like to double the money that they're making right. before they can change. And anything. and you'll see this too in in the housing in in some of those places. It's actually above like you're you're getting $800 a month for a two bedroom house that probably would sell for $15,000 sure, if it sure, was on sure, the market sure. right. but cuz in that neighborhood it's bad. yeah those right. pe- the people that have to pay the $800 are people that are on there's that another assistance. one too I so, see people so you're are, not getting right. out of that neighborhood but I see you're people not. who are landlords in those section 8 neighborhoods uh-huh. and they're upset about you know the whole uh, welfare situation. I'm like, you're actually predicating your you're profiting from this from that exact system that's happening. And if you if you erase that system, like you just said, and you try to rent out your twenty five thousand dollar place in that neighborhood, you're gonna get three hundred dollars a month. So right. what do you want to do? Yeah, which one do you want? Right, right the right. eight hundred so guaranteed, way over market or the value. maybe three hundred. Right, right, right. <laughs> I know. So. It's very difficult to try and square that circle with a lot of those people. It's very difficult to be like, all right, man, I, can't, I really can't wrap my brain around what you're saying and how exactly. And, 
and the ones that bother me are the ones that are like, suck it up, Jack. Pick, right. pick yourself up by the bootstraps. Well, you don't like, have any boots. Yeah, you don't have so. any boots, and you were born without an education. You know, no, 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 it's all bad. thing, there has to be options, too, insofar as, you know, even in some of the some of the more affluent suburbs, like let's let's talk. I deliver mail in Matson. Matson has one grocery store. It's an Aldi. Yeah, right. um, there, that makes no sense. Um, but what's happened in Matson is, you know, um, the taxes have been perpetually raised to pay for all the services, and the vacancy just continues to rise. Sure. So, so then you end up, well, why would I move to Matson? Even if I buy a $65,000 house, I'm going to pay $1,100 a month. I'm a real estate broker, and the taxes are <laughs> ludicrous out there. The property values are way inflated, um, having real trouble with people that want to buy something in there and then can't get their mortgage because the price is way higher than what the right. bank will lend for the for the asset. So, no, it, it's totally understandable. And I mean, I don't want to harp too much on that stuff. It, it, it's just like, you know, I would rather have people, it seems like if you, if you look at someone's social media and you the the social media agro algorithm has figured out that they get way more people on the site if you argue than if you agree. Yes. If you see someone's photo of their daughter going to prom, you're like, oh, what a nice dress. You know, I'm glad that uh, Mark's kids are doing right. well. Right. Else, I hit the like button and I move on. Right. But then I see the next thing with, you know, uh, some <laughs> jackass posting some dumb shit about poking at, I don't know, Bernie Sanders or something right. like that. And it's something completely or, or some, false. Or uh, someone attacking AOC, which is the, that's the new I know, I love rage. That. I, I do love it. And I, I, you know what? My daughter is two years younger than she is. And I just think if I was her father, I couldn't have, I couldn't be more proud of that woman. I'll I tell mean, you what, I'll lay a challenge out there. On, on social media, find me, and uh, you post an actual thing that AOC said that was stupid, and I'll post two things that Trump said was stupid. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fuck absolutely. It, make it three. And I'll do three that are. You know, that are she stupid. is twenty-eight years old, so I. I oh, she's also you, a representative from some little district won. in New York. Yeah, she won the one next door to it too, which yeah. wasn't running in. <laughs> but she's a representative of nobody who's bitching about her. Right, and that, well, the, every time I point that out, I just think. They're afraid she's going to be the president someday. Is yes. what's going to, is what well, it is. They but, have to get her. They have to trash her while she's young to ruin her. Yeah, what's the what's the one I just saw? They, I mean, I want to laugh at him because like I like comedy and I think things you know when things are funny, I want to laugh at it. Like what was the the one was like something about I can't do that because I don't have crayons or I, just like right. they're just the dumbest thing. Like she obviously isn't saying these things, but you're upset that this woman made a gaffe about oh. The one, the gaffe that I don't, I don't get. She said the three bra- three houses of government or something oh, like that. Which, and listen, listen. You can call the Senate, the House, the, right. the you know the, the the Senate House. You can do that. It's another house of government. She just, it's like a, it's like a grammatical error that right. she made, and you're like all over it. Oh, she's stupid. She don't, right. But you you don't live in her district, so what do you care? Mm-hmm. But you do live in the country where. A buffoon is president, and well, you don't care about that. No, no one seems to care about that. But <laughs> no, I, right. it infuriates me because, and every time I will ask, I mean, do you live? Do you live in her district? No, I live in Florida. Okay, well, what, why do you give a fuck then? Right. right, right. What's wrong with you? It'd like, be like me losing my mind for like you know a six months over. I mean, uh, and let's look at Kofefe. some of the right, like some of the representatives in Illinois or, or or wherever. I mean. No one's posting shit about them. No. And, you know, but I tend to lean. I I just think, you know, us Xers, for some reason, um, 
never really got heavily involved in the political process. And I, I do admire that some of the younger generations will actually Absolutely. run and and be involved and, and try to, to do things to move the needle versus just posting stuff on social media or criticizing people that have achieved certain things. I'm at the age things. now. I look at my sons and I go, hey, I'm sorry. We fucked it all up. The, the planets and fucking We sat shit. back like we do. But I'm telling you, your, your generation got to criticized the old people first and now we're criticizing the younger generation right. because that's what Xers right. do. Right. We Well, that's their <laughs> nonsense thing too that pisses me off with people. They're posting these stupid things with the Tide Pod kids eating, eating that or right. whatever like that Th- to me that's not a kid issue that's a parent parent right. issue and guess whose generation's the parents it's our generation i'm so glad there wasn't social media when we were growing up because... oh my god the dumb shit i think i made a living out of doing dumb shit every weekend like remember the dumb you shit i did that both. weekend yeah, yeah. Right, right, right if someone wasn't talking about the dumb shit i did on wednesday i was upset i like, didn't oh, think man, i'd be alive this that long was not dumb enough. back then right. <laughs> you know like i didn't give a fuck because i thought right. i'll that, probably be dead by the time i'm 30 all so. looking for a laugh all looking yeah. for a good time I mean, i'm sure these kids eating tide pods don't think they're nutritious they're looking for fun no but part of it is some of that affirmation and the attention that they would get right by posting that on on a youtube so okay so speaking of like you know trying to get a laugh and stuff like that your podcast it's it's to be funny like it's it's uh you guys pick topics that are from the 80s i would you say did, yeah nostalgia yeah you did starman it, you did, did starman we um, did uh uh uh, what the Johnny Five movies, Short Circuit. Short Circuit. Uh, you know, we talk about movies and culture, and then we also throw in some stories, like from when we were growing up. Sure. Um, uh, Chris and I have been friends f- since 1985, I think. Right. He right. did not go to Lincoln Way, but okay. um, we met over the computer at the time. So, oh my god, at the time. So, like, I was kind of a computer nerd, oh nerd or whatever. You be a and, nerd um, back then. you know, you would log on to, like, they'd call it a BBS, and he ran one in Joliet. Okay. And so, nice. and then you would get together to, like, trade games and whatnot. So, right. hey. So, so it, but are you doing anything? <laughs> so, I mean, and I, I, you know, I think that, you know, anyone would find it funny, but you find it more funny if you're of our generation. And you I would, I would say stuff. so. Yeah, I mean, my but daughter, my daughter surprised. enjoys it because yeah. <laughs> she can say her dad has a douchey podcast or whatever. <laughs> well, but I think you'd be surprised at with the way that TV is structured now and all the streaming services, like. I, my daughter watched like all the friends. Right. And, like, oh, yeah. That. Absolutely. So, like, some of the stuff you're talking about, like, they're fully they can aware identify of Love with Boat it. and Yeah. All that stuff. Like, we, so, like, I, part of do, the reason for doing the podcast is escaping some of the stuff that's going on in the world right sure. now. So, I try to keep it, like, off topic on purpose. Yeah. Um, my partner in it wants to be topical and wants to timestamp everything, and I'm not. I'm not a fan of that because I think you should be able to pick up on the podcast at any time in any episode and for sure. it to be funny. Sure. Um, so we can, we kind of have some differences when it comes to that. But I, I try to stay away from all politics whatsoever yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Um, just because I'm in such despair over it. <laughs> well, yeah, and I'm not in despair. Honestly, yeah. I feel great about it. I, I, I think that... Donald Trump is the best thing that ever happened to the left. I, my, my concern is that there's going to be Democrats out there, which I'm not of that party, um, that are 
so concerned with getting Trump out of office that they want to pick the most watered down version yes. of the Democrats. So yeah. And I'm like, you're wasting this opportunity because I think it's a big opportunity if you have someone that actually has viable ideas right. that excite people. We just did the the other thing last time. We right. just did where we picked the front runner last time. Right. Pick someone you, that excites people. I'm convinced that there's no malleable people left, which I think you would disagree with me on that. Oh, I, yeah. I think people have decided, and unless you get them excited about something, that they are going to either vote for Trump again or just vote for Trump because sure. they, my, you know, you've got some milk toast Democrat right. that's not going to get Democrats excited. Well, see, the, my thing is, is I don't need the Democrats right. because they're going to vote. They're going to vote for anyone but Trump anyway. Right. So I mean, they're they're, they're in some respects, and I don't want to offend. I, I I tend to offend everybody. I have just as many people <laughs> on social media that are Democrats that have blocked me as well. I've got a couple more Trumpsters now that blocked me because they went full out, you know, like you fucking cripple uh-huh. and stuff like that. And I mean, it's it's pretty amazing to see someone that I've known for years, you know go that low it's like wow mm-hmm. really dude like that's all you got because i mean i won this debate so right. that's all i got yeah but, or or the name calling will eventually yeah, right. which they do that with everybody but you know to go after a guy because he you know had a construction accident is, is insane to me yeah but, i see i see that and i think it's it's completely once it gets to be a personal thing i think you just have I'm not to hurt by it right at all actually i'm i laugh because i'm like you were losing. You were going down in flames so right. bad. On the way down, you're like fucking cripple. Right. I mean, that was your that was your way to try and get me. And I'm like, you didn't get me. Yeah. Or I'm, they'll insult like um, they'll look up pic- like pictures that I have and insult oh, my yeah, yeah, wife yeah. or my daughter or you know. I mean, I that's classy. That's super. My favorite classy. ones are the uh, the ones that are uh, they're not tough guys. Never were tough guys. Mm-hmm. Known them for years and years and years, and then they want to you know. Do when I get all pumped up? Yeah, I'm like, oh Jesus, dude, are you kidding me? I think I told a guy, I'll meet you on the playground. I saw that one. I saw that one. (laughs) Screwball. I mean, like, and he went right there too. Like, I don't know what he was doing. Like, why? Why did you even go there? You know, like, I think his comment, like five before that, was like, he's got all these degrees, or like, he's really smart. And then he's like, something about fucking beating someone. I'm like, oh, good god. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I'll be there. That looks. That sounds real smart to me. Yeah. No, I know. So smart. That's where you went. But yeah, getting back to the podcast, how did you, like, what was your, I I know you talked about it a little bit, but conversationally, I mean, this is awesome. I'm going to say first, and when I listened to the first, the first episode that I listened to was you and Laura. Yeah. And Laura, obviously on a different level than probably you or I, I would say, insofar as intelligence and research. <laughs> my go-to on stuff if I'm if I'm not like and there are times where I'm straight up just too damn busy to pay attention to a story right. that's going on and I don't want the uh, I don't mean Laura talked about it but I don't watch um, Laura Maddow but I also don't watch Hannity right because that's a waste of time now I will I will every once in a while tune in for maybe a, like usually about once a week I get about an hour hour and a half's worth of Fox News in just to be like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you got to be kidding. Like, this right. is complete nonsense. Like, it's so de- debunkable. What what's, what's really screwed up about those situations is if you take a look at Fox News, if there's a big story happening, a shooting or, you know, um, the, like the Roy Moore thing with the, you know, child molester mm-hmm. and you know, pedophile shit, if that's hot right now and you tune in to uh, – 
to Fox News and see what they're talking about. You can go right to social media and they are regurgitating it like almost verbatim. Uh, that moron said, and you get cancer from the windmill right. <laughs> sound or some shit. And every knucklehead's like posting things about windmills. Right. And they're all, if they would just spend 30 seconds with the Google search, the one I liked the most was the ones where, the, and I saw the seven or eight of them, so I'm not picking on one person. They were posting that it costs more to make and build a windmill than the windmill ever produces in energy. Complete bullshit. Right. It's complete bullshit. It, like that windmill <laughs> produces, it's like, it's off the charts how much energy it produces out of fucking wind, out of nothing. And I nothing. think people have forgotten that there's batteries. Yeah, the, uh, like the I have, I have a volt. Yeah. Well, like remember, I can plug it in at night speaking of and then I drive it to work. Do you remember and the commercial when we were kids? Yeah. The guy Energi- at the farmer, they're running in because the windmill's going, <laughs> yeah. they're going to watch the baseball game and the wind right. stops. <laughs> but, that, and if people don't remember that commercial... That was the fucking fossil fuel lobby putting that commercial right. out there saying exactly. you so, need our grid. So Trump probably remembers that commercial, and yes, that's where it right. came from. Yeah. Every time he sees an Indian, he thinks he's crying because of trash. <laughs> so you you started the podcast right around the same time, I think, Yeah, similar. pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I put I it out there. we the probably like, recorded ours earlier, and it, ours takes a little bit. I take... A lot of time in the production. Your production value is so much better than mine. I don't. So I wouldn't jealous. say that, but it it does. Oh, like it, it usually it takes is. me two days to put a show together. Yeah. And we do use copyrighted music, and I'm not really worried about it. If we get that big, where someone sues us, I figure maybe we'll have some money. For I don't know how that works. <laughs> I, I did look at a bunch of. I won't use any copyrighted yeah. anything, and I try not to put anything like use anybody else's stuff. I had a couple of people that I had on send me like a video of this music or that music. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'd love to, it sounds like a great song, but if I put that on there. That person would be upset. And I, right. you know, they're doing a good job. So I don't want to take it from them. But, uh, I don't know how it works that if like, you know, if your podcast got, you know, picked up by more and more people and some of it was monetized, the people that like you know you had Motley Crue on the last one, right? I just listened. I to think you. Um, I don't think Motley Crue's gonna come after you. For no, me. I think I think uh, I, we can get an ASCAP license. I think for about five hundred bucks. Um, so first came to worst, I think I would just do that um, because internet. You can have an internet radio station play all the music you want if you buy yeah, an ASCAP right. license. Well, you can go onto uh, ArtList and mm-hmm. pull, pull up stuff. You just gotta pay to. Right, up. and and some of it is under the guise of initially, um, I kind of wanted to bookend the sh- the show, both ends of the show, with music that relates to the stuff that we were talking about. And so. that's my my challenge is to find stuff like that right. that's un, not copyrighted. It's definitely difficult. Like I spend a lot of time on SoundCloud, yeah, like looking for that stuff. But I do find ones that are you know, um, licensed to commercially modify so I can uh-huh. change them and do what I want with them. And because I don't put that much music in there, the front and the back usually, and maybe something somewhere in there if there's something that, you know, that's related. The YouTube video gets a lot more. Like I put pictures, I'll definitely put, you know, the So Cool podcast up on Sweet. there and stuff. Um, you know, and, and the thing with it, like for me, the reason I did it, the, totally the reason that I, that I was doing it was um, I'm – uh, 30 years in the housing industry. This mm-hmm. is pretty much my adult life. That's what I've done. I was writing contracts for construction jobs and uh, you know selling homes when I was in my 20s because we were building them. And I'm doing real estate brokering and general contracting with my sons now. So, I mean, I, I'm in that business all the time. That business, 
the, the most adorable real estate brokers. I love them when it's like, you know, February and it's fucking five degrees outside. And they're like, the market's so hot. Right. And I'm killing it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right, all right. Just, like stop saying like douchey stuff like that. Like, right. Uh, actually, I don't need the hype. No, I know, I know. Like, like, like someone's gonna use you because you're, you know, like you've sold a lot of houses this year. Like a right. hot thing, whatever. But uh, so in the wintertime, whether we like it or not, and I mean, I got an office that there's 40 brokers out of, and they're all seasoned agents. Some have 30, 40 years doing this job. Uh-huh. We all know winter gets slow. Right. And I never shut the fuck up, and I'm busy. Like, right. I got to stay busy all the damn time. I sleep like six hours a night. I'm like one of those people that, like, if I go to bed 1130 at 530, I'm like, all right. I'm a 10 o'clock bedtime up. guy most of the time. Right. And I hate to say that because I was never like that growing up. But No, I can't fall asleep till like 1130, and then at 530, I'm up. So six hours, and I need shit to do. Right. So I'm like, I looked into... Uh, what it would be for a podcast and like uh, material wise, I suggest anyone that that feels like that they yeah. Can if you have something to say, it's a say very it. yeah. It's, fun. it's good and get it out there. And here, here's the other one that I got. My someday I won't be here, right? And right. I really enjoy my time with my sons and stuff uh-huh. like that. But they're teenagers. We do have, I think, an uncommon relationship where we have pretty good talks about like pretty deep stuff uh-huh. we, we'll talk about politics we talk about uh science they're super into science they both want to be engineers and so we have good conversations but someday i'll be gone this stuff is on the internet forever right well go pull it up <laughs> like it or not yeah like it or not, i mean gone, i said i jacked yeah. off to mama's family and it's on yeah, the I internet saw that, now, yeah, right. so. <laughs> which i was perplexed by that jerry i was probably I, well, thinking it's for very, a little while like very exactly black and white too right. uh, black and white tv but i mean that's similar i i am you know i'm constantly working in a in a monotonous job where i don't you know i'm in the office for two hours a day so i do talk to people for about two hours and then it's hey how you doing have a nice day for seven eight hours I, I, yeah so you you find probably the same way i find i need to have some contact there's, social media is not doing it for there's me. about there's about five things left that i enjoy in my life so nice. and and one of them is is making people laugh like my wife thinks well, i'm so, funny some so other are you people doing do anything uh are you, are you hitting any open mics or trying to do some stand-up um no i'm i'm being slowly nudged it, toward man. that by yeah. my by my brother my sister oh damn um, i'm sure that i mean i've had conversations with people that turn into like you know we just start spitballing on what would be funny oh, right and then the guy died it'd be fucking hilarious like right you know what i mean like like just sit down and start like writing some of that shit down and then take it somewhere because yeah yeah hell, when yeah, we first not? recorded the the first couple episodes i flew out to arizona and my friend he gave me like a, a book and he said just whenever you think of something funny write shit down so yeah, it's right. becoming a big book now but um you know getting some of that creative stuff out of me um and and always like i think when i was growing up like i wanted to be on the radio that that was like i think i went to prairie state for a semester and actually took a radio class back in the day 1991 i always wanted to be a stand-up i was was was, i'm like man i just want to get up there tell stories and like you know just goof off and i mean because pretty much that's what i did in front of my friends Uh just tell right goof on people some of the stuff with uh 
like if you and I were at a party, we would be tell we would be people would be hanging around. Yeah, and, and I'm not I mean be, not a joke teller. Like I don't ever tell like every I mean, no I not a joke or two formulatic. No, like, no, no, straight on formula. Right. I'm not. I'm right. not that. I'm more of a storyteller. Yeah, that. I mean, I like to you know fall down and everything else too. Like I mean, and you know now when I fall down, it's fucking ninety three people put me back oh, up again. But jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no. It's so like some of the stuff with the political stuff. Like and people don't get it. Like some, I'm really just looking for a laugh. And right. Donald Trump is comedy fucking gold. It is. It is gold. Those. Uh, they're speaking of podcasts. There's a podcast that I listen to called Crab Diving, and they do those guys. They do a daily podcast for two hours every single day. Wow! And um, it, it's, a radio it's show. very yeah. It's a yeah. radio show. They were on the radio at some point. Um, they are not on the radio anymore partly because i think um you know all these big conglomerates have bought up all the radio stations and you know the the big drivers of ratings are right-wing yeah talk i Absolutely. mean there's no better and I, so and I, I think that that somebody ought to so i do the youtube thing because i want i think people don't understand the podcast thing to begin with and I, I wasn't someone like I listen to a podcast every once in a great while here and there. Like I, I'd uh, see that uh, Merrill or Mer- the um, he's a comedian and he had uh-huh. a show and everything else. But like I picked listen to that a couple times and I listened to a, a ton of Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, yeah, I, yeah. I, I love Joe Rogan. I mean, I, it, him personally, dude, there's some definitely some stuff where I think he's an idiot. Like there's right. like you're wrong, dude. That's way wrong. Well, he, right. he had Alex Jones and David Lee Roth on in the same week, which I think is amazing and also terrifying. Yeah, David Lee Roth <laughs> is a f- fucking conniption. Really, he is. I mean. But he was a conniption that I watched every single minute of that podcast, oh, man. Yeah. Like, just I, what he was talking about. I don't know what's bullshit and what's not. I'm it's, not a normal listener to Joe Rogan, but those two episodes with nut, Nutcase Alex Jones and then Nutcase David Lee Yeah, Roth. now with your with your smart TV, because it's on YouTube, like... It, it, you can just of, pull it up yes, and watch right. it. We're in the gym. I throw that the Alex Jones one on. My sons are lifting weights, and they're like, oh. Is this guy talking right. about talking about human ma- chimeras? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it just going off nuts. And it just is crazy as all hell. Um, and I don't like so on, on my podcast. I mean, I have a guy who I talked to him about getting on, and he's you know flat Earth guy. And I'm like, hey, Listen, man, let's talk about. <laughs> I, I find the flat Earth thing to be a thing that's harmless. Now, the one that I won't do. Because I don't want to argue with the person, and I don't want them to be mad. And I'm on the fence. Mm-hmm. But the anti-vaxxer thing, like, oh, I'm if not, you've got yeah. no, but if you've got serious points to make with that, I'd like to hear them. I really would. Right. My problem is, is like, it's the same reason. Like, I won't go get like the like uh, absolute worst person that I know on Facebook, which I'm sure would be entertaining yes. to sit down next to because she's just going to say some well, of the you're most just perpetuating i can't the, just give him a platform just to sit there and talk garbage right and, and even how like you know we don't reach a lot of people at this particular time no no but eventually sure you know and then you gave a platform to so and so right well that my, i think and that's the, why like joe rogan with alex jones i just think you already have the number one podcast on the planet like why are you right why do you need alex jones to come well, and on if you look at that one that's part of the reason he is he had like 14 million views in that oh, thing yeah. in like 10 days it was i insane. mean there's no doubt that alex jones is a 
I mean, it's he's entertaining, but it's an act. Yes, right. He's 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 a character under oath saying it's an act. Like yeah, it's not. We're not saying it's an act. It's an act. Right. Like he says, he's it's playing an act. a character. Absolutely. Except it, you know, because I think there was a guy that used to be on the radio a long time ago, and he did like a alien kind of sh- like you know he would Orson Welles. No, you talking about the one with the. No, he was he, he did like a nightly show, and it was I can't remember what it was, but he would talk about conspiracies like with aliens oh, and okay. abductions so that, and stuff. You know stuff. the one I'm talking about, right? The, yeah, the, the, the um, War of the Worlds, War of the thing. Worlds, yeah, the that movie. radio play. People lost their minds. Um, but he he used to do a radio show, and no one really took it, you know, like seriously. Sure, sure. But this this Alex Jones, like people think that this stuff is going like Sandy Hook was a hoax. Right now, that. why is it always? <laughs> Why does it lean right with that? I don't know. Like, I don't know any people on the... So I know people on the left that are anti-vaxxers, because that's how we got here. We're right. just talking about that. And like some of them, I think they're great, like terrific people. And I'd like to... like I, I want to sit down. It's almost like I want... I, I don't like to do it, but I'd like to have a pre-conversation with them about what they're going to say, because you know when you say stuff like, that ought, that it leads to autism, it's a fact that it does right. not. Like there are there are plenty of scientists out there that have done plenty of studies that mm-hmm. are not they don't work for the vaccine companies that have proven. I guess the MIT's got a thing coming out now that they're actually isolating um, genes, not that are autistic genes, but propensities to be autistic. Right. Okay. And like you know, if you're exposed to maybe some chemical while the baby's in the womb or some conditions that maybe it promotes that gene more something like that so like i i have spent obviously that's an alarming situation when someone says that so i spent some time researching it like looking at people that have uh-huh. degrees and no reason to lie and it's not a thing like there's no connection to it at all so i couldn't just let someone sit there and say that without me saying no and then i don't want it to devolve into an argument like i don't want right. to do that with the person well part of it is it's is because you know, you can present information on the internet in a very professional way to where it looks like it could be true. Sure, if sure. you if you are unwilling to go past that first, right. did you see behind, behind the curve? <laughs> no. Oh my god, man! If you get the opportunity, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Behind the curve. Oh, it's so awesome. But but you can present this information to people in such a way to where they can they can perceive it to be legit if they just if you know if you just look at that first page and you don't do any research beyond going to that link Absolutely. off of facebook right. you could be like oh my god i did well, you hear especially and right, then you right. you know you get on the you get an older person who gets on the phone with marge down the road and says did you hear that people are getting autism from vaccines and right. then it right then it just perpetuates and i think like i see a lot of this and what people don't realize i i think on the on the democratic side of it is that um republicans they know how to speak to the older generation and those people vote and and so i you know when i deliver people's mail and i see every day there's you know a lady that's probably in her 80s on my route and she gets about 50 uh promotional mailers from Trump from every Republican representative and some of them have like dollar bills in them, you know, so that they don't throw the mail away. And there is no Democrats that are marketing to older people like that. No. And I mean, uh, 
you know, not don't want to say anything negative about older people, but they're they're much easier to con. You know, what right? I mean? like, then then they're also better at being con and not saying anything because they're embarrassed that they. Well, got I mean, my my dad's older, and he is absolutely scared of everything. Uh, yes, you know, right, he right, he doesn't right. want to go to Chicago. Like right. this is a guy that was when I was growing up, he was a fearless man. He would do whatever. Sure. And now he's you know. Oh, you you can't go into the city. You're going to get shot. You know, like, which you know? is not true. The, the, I mean, you know, if you if you honestly no, like if you look at the, I love the things that are twisted too. Like, you know, the the old the old saying is, uh, figures lie or figures lie and liars figure. Uh-huh. Um, that's the truth. But you can twist anything the way you want to. But you can't twist things like the per capita. So, like, when you look at the murders per capita, mm-hmm. that is that is your odds mm-hmm. when you go to the city. So, if one in 100,000 people gets shot somewhere and you go to the city, that means that's your odds. You're one in 100,000 to get shot. St. Louis, you have a far more greater chance of getting shot in than right. you do in Chicago. Right. New I think, Orleans. I think Rockford might even be. Oh, yeah. There's Rockford, all, the Illinois. smaller the town, yeah. the, the, it goes up even further. So less people. And then, you know, then they don't even take into equation some town that's got 400 people in there and two people get shot. Mm-hmm. Now the per capita is one in 200. Right. Holy shit. <laughs> if that was the per capita in Chicago, like millions and millions of people would be getting killed. Well, there's only a couple million people in Chicago, but, you know, it'd be way more, way, way more people. So, yeah. Are there dangerous areas in right. Chicago? Absolutely. The other one, the other one, every I, big city. The other one that drives me nuts is the, uh, the people that are, that say stuff like um, the Electoral College. It's so much more fair because the electoral college is there, and I'm like, that makes <laughs> no, no sense at all. It's not. No, it's They're not. Not if it's you not. if you believe in democracy, which is essentially the majority, well, the, the the majority rule, there's right? Too much. Right? Bill? Well, the thing is, it's almost we, we we do live in a a republic, but it's a de- democratic republic. Right. They leave out the democratic part because I think it has something to do with the parties. It right. doesn't. Those it, are just two cute clubs that are fucking you, both of them. Right. So, but the thing is, is like. Why would a rural person who lives in Wyoming's vote for the president of the country be worth more than the I mean, vote what of is it worth? Like lives... five times more or oh, something? Oh, it's way more. It's, I think there's 18 times yeah. more something? There's 40 million people in California. Mm-hmm. They have two senators. Right. There's 650,000 people in Wyoming. They have two senators. Right. And, and that's and that, and that particular body is the one essentially that ends up controlling everything. Yeah. And I, I, the other people that like look at the, the news that they watch and they come away with, we're the majority and we are, you know, uh, we're, 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 you know, win every election. Any election we're losing is rigged. You're not paying attention to who votes, who doesn't vote. Right. And the fact that, listen, the Senate is set up that way, like I just explained, where 650,000 people vote for two people mm-hmm. in the Senate and 40 million people vote for two people in the Senate. The 40 million are voting for the two that are more liberal-leaning, right. and then the, the 600,000 are voting for two. An equal representation, and you're barely winning the Senate. You've got like two right. or three more senators. <laughs> So don't tell me that the country leans right. It does no, not. No, or those right. maps leans. that have like the red yes, and right. blue if on. If blades of grass just voted, yeah. it'd be great. I mean, it'd be no, crazy. Yeah, nonsense. geographical areas. Right. I wish mountains could vote because I had someone tell me why wouldn't Wyoming have just as much? I'm like, Wyoming's not a thing. Wyoming's a state. Yeah, like it's, it's less people line. than in the city right. of Chicago, right? 
Wyoming is not what I'm concerned about. Wyoming, the people that live in Wyoming, they should have the representation right. that they should get. But it should be equal to the seat. The guy I mean, it Chicago. gets back to to me too. I almost think there should be mandatory. You have to vote. Like I think I think that. I mean, no one is ever going to agree to that. But I think if there, you know, if we're going to have a, I don't a want democracy, anything. everything. I don't want anything to, mandatory. Right. I want you to make it as easy as possible, though. I think we should yeah. all vote from our phones. Or or from computer. Or computer, whatever. whatever. And I, I mean, I get people that argue that one, and they're oh, it's going to be hacked. Yep, they've been scared. Um, it can be easily made impossible to hack. You Bitcoin, it, like a yeah. blockchain. Do it, distributed ledger. Yeah. Spread it out everywhere, and you have to, you'd have to hack everything all at once right. to do it. You can't. So it's easily – there are a bunch of – I mean, of, all of this technology that we're using, it's like the technology that we use at the post office. It was like 20 years old by, when we got it, you know, five years ago. Right. And the voting machines, all of that technology, the the stuff that we use in banking, the automated clearinghouse stuff, that's all like uh, still on like 1990s computer software right, and right, stuff. Right, right. It's terrible. You know, it's so if you think like if if you if you believe that, well, does anyone hack the banks? Well, I don't know because they wouldn't advertise that sure. probably. Right. Um, uh, but if you believe that that's not getting hacked, then how hard is it to believe that we could all just vote? From right, we could all just we, we certainly should all just vote, and everybody should mm-hmm. vote. I know there's lots of people out there that that even talk politics on Facebook that don't vote. Oh yeah, drives me nuts. but you don't have any right to. I mean, you right. can criticize, I guess, but you, no, if you're but not voting, people who don't people who, right, who don't vote, I don't know what you're criticizing about. The people that I know that don't vote are the people who always claim that there's tons of in-person voter fraud. And I'm like, if, <laughs> if you you've ever, ever voted, been, yeah, no, I you, think it's you, not a thing. Did you post that where it's like if a different Bill Geigner came in 20 yes, minutes earlier? Right. And, and people like, don't get it. They think I'm buying a loaf of bread. Yeah, I, the, right. I vote. It's a block and a half from my house. Right. I love the ones that like, like they bust them all in. <laughs> they bust them all in. They're from Chicago. They bust them into Peoria to all vote. And I'm like, it doesn't work that way. You can't no. vote outside your oh, district. Oh, right are those yet. the same people that are the Chicago separatists that want the, yeah, I, like the rest of Illinois to separate well, yeah, from yeah, Chicago? Let's build a wall around that. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Monetarily, that's not going to work either because most of the freaking money's made yes. right there in that little spot. So, yeah, you're going to be one big, poor, podunk country. Uh, yeah. Or a state. I, I guess you could go and attach yourself to Iowa or whatever. Right. You know? right. right. No, none of that stuff makes a lick of sense. But, I, I mean, I, you know, back to the podcast thing. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, social media is a powerful thing as far as getting people. You know, I, I don't think I know anyone outside social media that's listening to this podcast. Like most people are from right. social media, and if you were, if you got yourself fifteen minutes of stand up to go do somewhere, I guarantee you we could get 30, 40 people. You think? There. Absolutely. Well, you got to make sure that we pay them to laugh. Too. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> hey, if they're all in your in your camp already, I, I'd like nothing more than to see somebody succeed. Um, yeah, it's it's a very for me the comedy stuff is. Um, like all I'm doing on that podcast is making myself laugh. And like I said before, and you know, if I can make uh, my friend Chris laugh and the ladies that we have on the show, um, if I can make them laugh, then it's, then it's a win it's for me. It's not an easy thing to do either. I mean, like I, we can, I've definitely been out for beers with no microphone, no uh-huh. headphones on and laugh, laugh, laugh. Right. And then there's times where I've got the headphones on. I'm like, man, what would be funny? And I've got nothing. It's like bullshit. Right. And it's a, str- it's a struggle sometimes for me. Um, I have I, I kind of suffer from anxiety 
um, depression sometimes. I know we all kind of go through that. Sure. But to be able to do that, you kind of have to separate yourself. And, and I'm not always in the mood to make a connection. And some of that stuff just gets right. thrown out. I so, would say some of the stuff with the depression thing, I post a lot of things in there. They're all sincere on Facebook, too. And it's sincere towards... Mm-hmm. Anyone, the if the you know the person I think that that is the most awful person on Facebook for me, she's a woman and she's just awful. And I don't unfriend her because I want to see like, mm-hmm. oh my god, this terrible stuff that she's <laughs> it's so awful. Like, holy cow! Like, I almost think to myself like, I almost feel bad for her. Like, like it must be just a really bad time. Everything mm-hmm. must be bad. And I, like you know the what's what's really cute is the the little trolley dudes. They want to like oh, hit on her because you know they, like, they, yeah. they, they, they like think she's lonely Sorry. or something, right? Well, they're, they're agreeing with her uh-huh. and like everything else, and and uh, I'm not there for that. I'm, I'm certainly not there. God, sex with her would be a fucking nightmare, <laughs> but uh, it would be. Oh God, oh, fuck. and the thing you said about fucking her, oh, terrible. But uh, I I feel like I would like to like just sit down with her and like like because this thing where. You want Democrats to be uh, the 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 thing that kind of shakes me a little bit is when I see someone wearing a shirt that like I'd rather be in with the Russians than right. Democrats. I'm like, whoa. Well, we're I mean, we're all we all have to live together, right? Yeah. Like we're all Americans, and so getting along has to be a basic part of what we do. And the more disconnected we become, and the more we argue on faith. Like I've unfriended people. People have unfriended me. Um, you know, people that I, like we talked about earlier, like I grew up with them. Like they were like, we rode bikes together. We did all like, um, over and not unfriended me because of something I did to them or something they did to me. It was because of a political. Right. And, and there are kids that grew up definitely more privileged than I did that are so angered by being wronged by black and brown people i guess yeah i think sometimes not even like they weren't wrong they just like they saw the race baiting video of like you know um and it's always misconstrued too. Right. they had one where the like, there was an immigration thing and there were a bunch of mexican looking people right. doing something and it turned out that it was like some riot in spain it wasn't even here but like you just think about it and i'm like these are the same kids like when michael jordan was playing and he was he would hot dog and show people up all the time or whatever and they're like it's Jordan. He can do whatever he wants. Okay, well, sure. so now it's different because yeah, you're old. Yeah, some of that guy and, transcends being yeah. black. I mean, uh, <laughs> Cosby was the, the oh. some of my favorite ones are that. Like, I, I love that. I, I I downright love that. The I don't remember like like seven or eight years ago. There were constantly these right wing memes that were put out with Bill Cosby telling uh-huh. black people to pull their pants up. Pull their and, pants up. Um, you know, I do clean comedy, which he was talking about Eddie Murphy yeah, at the time. Right. And I like I despised him then and I didn't think he was funny then and, and I still See, hate now, him. I thought he was funny. I <laughs> I used to love to watch himself and all that right. like, when I was a kid. Like I thought those were like they were clean and everything else. I definitely liked the Eddie Murphy stuff better. Yeah. But, I mean, and you know, and Eddie yeah, because I had those. Was like, we had, I mean, we had Bill, comedy had records. Cool, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's how yes, old right, we are. <laughs> right, right. But and then now I can't. The guy's a monster. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are just drugging women to have sex with them, which is another one. When you probably could have had sex with them anyway. Could have had sex with them anyway, and then I can't wrap my brain around men. 
that would want to have sex with a woman that was inebriated. Right. It doesn't make any sense to me. It does not. The whole part of sex for me is part of it's the conquering part. I, I want to make a woman mine, but like Well, you're mentally, gonna you're I making wanted, a connection. Right, but I mean I want it I want it to be mine. Of her free will, right. not because she's an ebrian. Yeah, I want to like, be. T- I'd rather I've got be. Her now, man. I'd rather be chosen. And <laughs> yes, right, right. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I want free like, will. I don't, I don't want that arranged marriage no, no, stuff. No, 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 right. And I mean, I I've always had a fi- like Bill. Coll- I couldn't even. So like, yeah, I, I walked around the earth and always did a fine job with women. I had no problem with that, and I think part of it was. That I talked. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I talked, and out of my friends, I was, like, one of the only guys that can actually dance and stuff like that, right. too. So, like, um, I had a rap. I, you were not afraid to express no, yourself. No, 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 no. And I was out there, right? No, well, right, the Mohawk and the whole thing. I was definitely not afraid to express myself. <laughs> I was a spectacle. So, like, I did just fine. I couldn't imagine if I had everything going for me and I was rich and famous. And funny. And funny. Funny, people, funny, funny guys great. get laid. Usually, (laughs) so I saw a thing that there were guys talking about maybe thirty years ago. That was a more acceptable like operating system. Like I don't know. Well, you hear people about like somebody getting slipped a Mickey and stuff like that. Well, that is true. That is true. And I don't know if that was um, a thing. You know, I did just listen to a podcast. It's uh, it's called um, Disgraceland, and it's about you know it's got like rock and roll stories on there or whatever. And um, they were talking about the Grateful Dead did a show at a Playboy club, I think, and it was on TV. And they dosed everybody in the club before they did the show. So they they put oh LSD in the coffee. And I thought, that doesn't seem like it's appropriate. No, not at all. Not at all. No, <laughs> so you've all. got all I've never these, gone acid like, and I'm not, not Brill cream guys in their... Right. You know, 50 year old guys or whatever, and they're all high on acid watching The Grateful Dead, right. which I thought was incredible. But you, you may be right that socially, like, what, are the, what were the pills that you could get, like, back in the day? Didn't the Beastie Boys talk about them? I don't know. Um, Roofies and Mickeys and stuff. No, like but it was like, it was some sort of pill that you were supposed to be able to give oh, a oh. Spanish fly. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, Spanish fly. Something, I think it was like a monkey was. in the cup. Yeah. Something. Well, that was Brass Monkey, but what was the... There was something yeah, where yeah, 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 the girl right. theoretically would... Get horny. Get horny, right. which I don't... No, I'll tell you what, that's, so that's the thing for me, right? Like, I don't get it. I mean, I'm 47 years old, maybe maybe just an old guy or whatever like that. But for me, the sexiest thing that a woman can do is when she lifts her ass off the bed so I can take down the pad. <laughs> like... right. Obviously, like, you're, you know, we're, we're, we're working together for this right. same thing, and it's working out good. But like, if you're Bill Cosby and you're like gave her the drugs and you gotta like roll her over and get the you know doesn't like seem to be a no, turn on like wow me, dude you're missing the whole point here. I don't know, no. but yeah, he is uh, definitely a monster. And then the Louis C.K. stuff is is super bizarre. Louis stuff is bizarre, but I'm still in the camp of like I I like Louis C.K. I really do. The the comedy is hilarious. And he did a bunch of things where he never touched anybody. I mean, granted, you know, it's very jerk, inappropriate it's to jerk off up. in front of someone yes. without their permission. Yes, I think I, you should get a permission. But to that's do like that. the dick pic thing too. Like I don't get that. Like a I dude, don't get that. I've never I mean, sent a girl a dick pic. If you're a woman and you're remotely, I don't even know if you have to be remotely attractive to get the. Like I've talked to some women that like 
Because I, I think that's the difference between some guys, too. I actually like women. Like, I, I mean. Right. I met my wife online. Okay. Uh, my, my current wife. Yeah. And, um, you know, she, 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 she would tell you if she was here that I was one of the, I wrote her like a big, you know, 10 paragraph, like letter or whatever. I thought, you know, she had a really tight white sock shirt on and a foam beer hat. And I thought, you know, that's my lady right, right. there. Sure. And, um, so I wrote her like this big, you know, I, I like to write stuff. So I wrote her this big, you know, message or whatever. And she's like, it's one of the only messages that didn't have a dick pic in it. So like I was like I'm gonna give this guy a chance, <laughs> you know. But she's like, yeah, you would be shocked. Like guys, she's like, why do guys think we want a picture of their dick? And I think part of it is probably that guys are more visual. I think with stuff. Yeah, than, I mean, you know, I'm women. never upset when someone sends me a picture of their vagina. No, I, I've never. I mean. I don't get them all the time. Oh my god, I got one. I got one. <laughs> I got one. No, I get some that are mistakes. I think sometimes. Really? I got one where it was a woman, and she sent me like two nude photos of her, like you know, in the bathroom, sort of a thing. And the phone number was from like a Manuka phone number, right? And I'm like, uh, all right. So I look at it, and I, I typed it was in a text. I typed back, go, wow, you must work out. She goes, well, you know, I do. We met at the gym. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know you. She's like, this is not Adam. And I'm like. This is no, not Adam. Nope. She goes, fuck my Bill life. Bill Geigner. Yes, right. And, <laughs> Here's my address, right. by the way. And then uh, um, I sent her a picture of me. I'm like, well, this is actually me. And she goes, well, here. Here's another. So she sent me more naked ones. Oh, shit. And I was like, what the hell? So I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. And I thought it was going to be like a – I get a bunch – I don't know about, about you, but I get catfishing ones on Facebook constantly. Really? I posted something not too long ago. I get uh, halfway nude women. I get women that want me to give them my uh, my phone number so they can text me, and then they want me to go to their website and they pay, you know, whatever. Right. a couple of dollars an hour or a minute or whatever. And then um, uh, the best ones are the Facebook profile that sends you the message, and they're like uh, – it's all broken English. It's like, right, uh, like, I do love having the sex. Do you like the sex? Right. And like the sex of what? what the fuck it's some Russian guy. But no, no. I, if you go to the profile <laughs> a lot of times and you start scrolling down it, it's only maybe like three or four months and you get to like an Indian dude. Oh. It like totally changes into like something else. Like I don't know what's going on here, but I'm like, wow, dude. <laughs> I posted the whole conversation. Yeah, on, I on, saw yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? But it is, it's, I mean, it's crazy to think but that. But we're dudes and we get yeah. that. What are women getting? Because it's like got to be way oh, out of Oh, exponentially yes. worse. Like you just, you never want to see like one of our high school friends that's a girl put like that they're having problems in their marriage because it will bring every Lincoln Way douchebag yes, out like I don't want to see either one. Oh, I don't want to see I'm so I don't want to see how wonderful your marriage is. Right. I don't want to see how great your relationship is either. Because the ones I always see these ones where like the marriage is the greatest, greatest, greatest thing and all and of a sudden they're divorced. Yeah. It's like, like oh. yeah, two days later it's like, oh fuck that guy. Yeah, that's you know. not the information that like I don't know. Uh, social media like it's So are weird... you on any of the new Lennox groups? Because they are they are particularly Just interesting. Um, like a lot of racism. <gasps> like, because oh, my shit. sister lives in New Lenox and she'll show me like some of the neighborhood, you know, because they have these like little the... neighborhood groups on there. And it's like, it is like a, I mean, it is something that I never knew about 
are you know you know we had what we had ray rodriguez was the mexican kid and we had pat michaels and his brother and that was the two black kids yeah yeah you know and we're like a little bit before the time of wiggers you know we're like there wasn't that many white kids trying to be black right when we were kids but like but maybe like it didn't seem that it was a rate like that anyone in school was racist to me even though potentially our parents probably yeah yeah no, i mean i, I would say that my parents, parents were yes yeah mine too or uh, still are yeah. <laughs> uh my dad's super liberal so i mean mm-hmm. uh you know he was uh which is a weird dichotomy. He was definitely racist. Uh, grew up in Calumet City, mm-hmm. like in the south side of Chicago. So super racist situation there for, for as far as I go. And I think that's generational. My son right. is absolutely not. Like, you know, yeah, my no. my daughter and my son. Are, that's right, not but even they thing. still have friends at school that are. Right. Yeah. Well, so, my wife sees it. You know, she teaches in Portage, Indiana. And she's, you know, it, it is, she's like, it is out front. Like some of the, you know, and, and that is a very mixed school. So you would think sure, it would sure, be more sure, tolerant, sure. but right, right it's become tribal there, you know, so I like almost it. like prison, you I know, sort of get it. Yeah, right. well, you know, prisons like that because you need safety right. in those situations. Um, and I mean, I get that. And then like, even like, like the guys with the concealed carry and stuff like that, like I, I don't, like I said, I'm not trying to piss anyone off, right. but I, when I see a guy that's got a gun on him all the time, I just think he's afraid. Right. Like I'm like, and he obviously is. Like that's well, what you're like doing. in high school, I guess you could just equate it to like you usually hung around the people that kind of were more like you. I mean, I kind of mm-hmm. vacillated all around to you know oh, stoners and uh, you know jocks, and I kind of tried to. I was more of a partier, I guess. You know, I, I think I just was looking for a laugh all the yeah. time, and sometimes I came off. Um, I had a guy at a high school reunion go like, "Man, I was so afraid of you." And I looked kind of like. For what? And he said, you were just like, Rawr, all the time. And I'm like, yeah, but like, you know, like in a goofy. It was like, kind of the fun. wrestling thing. You yeah, know, all the guys, all just, the wrestlers were kind of, you know. But I mean, had, football. All, yeah. We were all just like rambunctious doing stuff. And yeah, we probably made fun of some people and stuff like this. But this guy was like, he was like pretty much like, you know, you were my nightmare. And I was like, I, I, don't, I don't believe I was anyone's right, nightmare. Right, like, yeah. I mean, you grew up with me. I was not a guy that was like ever um, I, no no like chasing anyone around like on a no stick I, you in a locker or anything like that. <laughs> no, I think probably by junior year though, I I wasn't really afraid of anybody at that point because right. I had grown had grown right. and you know um, it, like but when you're that freshman like it's. Like, sure. I think I weighed 100 pounds probably when I was a freshman. Oh, yeah, so, no, I, you was know, like, I was I was a little guy. I was probably like, yeah, one, I think I. And luckily for us, we didn't have to deal time. with juniors and seniors uh, and because right. we went to um, East. So it was just us freshmen and sophomores from Frankfurt Square and Yep. Mokina. I liked everybody. I really did. I liked everybody when I was in school. Um, uh, you know, I, I think you live in that world where when you think someone doesn't like you, then you just immediately don't like them so that you, uh-huh. you know you're not being but like in girls god i spread myself around with the girls like i didn't my some of my favorite girls were the religious girls like mm-hmm. I mean, those girls were you know not you know they're religious sometimes but not all the time <laughs> no. uh so you know they, they were just fine uh but so yeah I, I don't understand how that changed right here's one that 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 perplexes me um yeah all these people that i thought they're nice people we get together, we have fun, you know, 
generally the people that I hung around with and you probably hung around with definitely not mean spirited. We no. wouldn't make fun of someone like in a like a visceral, like a mean way just right. to just to attack them. They would uh, have I had to, a couple well, of buddies that did. They yeah. were they were jackasses. I mean they would pretty much had a nickname for everybody and right. they were, you know, they were ripping on them. They were Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so I guess I mean, but that's probably high schools yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Clicks and all that other stuff. But I just think some of the people have changed in a way that I can't, that I don't understand, you know. I, I th- the only thing I can equate it to is the the amount of, I think when you get older, you, you're looking, it's like looking in the fridge and there's nothing there. And you keep mm-hmm. looking in the fridge and nothing there. So what you do is you turn the news on. Right. And they sensationalize everything. So like the news is a 24-hour zone of how can we keep you watching this so we've got to make every right. single thing a bigger conspiracy and it's a bigger... a, like the weather is sensationalized oh, every God, single every single thing is sensationalized so yeah you're getting you're getting some dopamine from that right. probably right. um well that also they need that uh confirmation affirmation right. situation where they i always thought that was true yes right and they need to have that so and and, and you know no matter what happens the bar report. That's a mm-hmm. perfect example of what went on. Now, or the bar summary. This guy came out with a four-page summary of a thing that was 400 pages. You could not possibly. And then they delayed it long enough to where by the time it, they released the Mueller report, everyone's on to the next thing. Well, yeah, but all the people that were looking for it to be one way, when they got the four-page summary, were like, told you, nothing. Mm-hmm. And now that the even the redacted, and I mean, I cannot even imagine. I saw a uh, picture of the entire report laid mm-hmm. out. It there's a good portion of it that's redacted, and sometimes right. it's uh, three quarters of a page is gone. It's uh-huh. not in there. And it, they, they're given reasons and everything else, but I think there should be a council of thirty people that should be able to, from both sides of the aisle, see the unredacted complete report. Right, but I'm not convinced that anything would be done about it because I mean, you can tell me. You can tell me that all you want that if the you know the Democrats are in charge of the Senate that they're going to do something about what he's doing and I, quite frankly I don't have any confidence in that. Well I don't want right, and I don't want to And and, and even if that Mueller report said yeah he did it he you know had Russian help and I'm convinced that he he may not have had Russian help he definitely had money. Yeah but he definitely that, got money. That to me was not a um, for me, that wasn't an issue. I didn't care right. about that. I cared more about the obstruction of justice mm-hmm. stuff and the fact that he like runs everything like a mob boss right. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I find it comical and funny that he had a whole mess of crimes he would have liked perpetrated, but the people that he told to do them didn't do them. Right, exactly. That's fucking... You're the <laughs> which, president of the United States. Which That's in, in government, I mean, you can see how far the corruption... He's. I mean, he appoints people to destroy the agencies that they're heads of. Absolutely. Um, right. And then they just grift them for right. as much as they can right. get out of them until they yeah. have to resign. These are the people that are like supposed to be like uh, personal res- the party of personal responsibility. Right. Oh, law and, and like, order too. The law guy and bought order, like a right? $50,000 All the police unions, right. oh, you and know. He bought a $50,000 like soundproof telephone booth to sit in <laughs> so he could talk to people without like anyone hearing it. And then what was it the Ben uh the brain surgeon dude that's always looks like he's Carson. Falling, <laughs> looks like he's falling asleep all the time. I mean, he's a he's a comic. Oh my god, yeah. like that's he's hilarious just to begin with. 
but he bought like some thirty thousand dollars worth of furniture for his yeah like, like a dining room table for all, his office i'm like you have a big right. enough office you need a dining room table that's right. crazy and and these people are the, the so there is a double standard because you're the party of conservatism you, you see you're that's, the party that's where that, i don't get i don't get this like you if you're going to be that, be it. If you're going to be the party of law and order and and but conservative, but the minute that you're someone gets out of line in your party, you should be the first have one to, to yes. stand up and say, "Hey, I voted for you, you son of a bitch." We are not given tax cuts. We right. don't have enough money. Well, the tax cuts thing—that's part of their their whole you know thing, which I, I don't. I disagree wholeheartedly on the way that they do that. And there are—I saw a statistic that there are twice as many companies since the tax break. Since the tax scam that Trump, they, those uh-huh. guys put up there, and Trump's got very little to do with it. He's just the face of he it. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He just he just wants people to like him. He wants to votes. win. Yes, and he, he got wants to be a that thing president. passed. Yeah, exactly. But there's twice as many companies. There's 60 Fortune 500 companies that paid zero federal taxes last year, and before the tax thing, there was only 30. So 60 corporations that are making billions of dollars paid nothing into the system if you're a conservative how are you squaring that circle how you're are not. you well they are they're <laughs> yeah. saying to themselves that it's all okay because it's tax breaks yeah and tax breaks somehow create jobs listen what creates jobs is demand well, i want to have a meeting with the job creators because they're not doing <laughs> i don't think they're doing a great job because well, i mean I'll it's all it's, to the uh, on, you know the yeah. employment rate and everything else which that's got, it's a, yeah if you have to have three jobs though to right, live right, you know right, right. um th- there's very few jobs out there that you can call careers anymore that you can get started at right. at a young age so this is how old like um the guy ne- that i work next to in the morning you know, he went to Lincoln Way, and I was like, "Hey, Jordan, when when did you graduate?" He's like, "2011." I'm like, "Wasn't that like two years ago?" Yes, <laughs> I'm like, "Good for you. Good you got me. you came in here. Hopefully, at the right time, the post office will stay alive until you retire. I hope." Um, that's a that, you but know, you you picked a really good because we do get we're federal employees, so we do get all the all the benefits. You know, we have really good insurance. We have uh, really good retirement um, if the agency survives. Now so. that's a, that's another political hot button issue that I'd like to get somebody on. Like I'd like to get a they had they'd have to know something about it because I, I don't really like to put people down that don't know anything mm-hmm. about anything. Like you know, talking about the post office is a good thing to do because you're you know you're in there and you know and you're politically minded. We probably pay attention to that stuff, but like there's going to be five million truck drivers that are going to be out of a job. In the next five or ten years, is that the automated automated situation, which is going to be there's a lot of jobs, even the real estate broker thing. Now, listen, mm-hmm. I know that what I do is worth money. I'm right. positive. I mean, I have I can point to and show you clients that if they would have done their own deal, um, Jackie, who I had on, there was thirty five hundred dollars on the table, and the other agent was like, well, we can't do anything about it now. We're like, well, bullshit. We're doing yeah. something right this minute. And Jackie's getting that $3,500. Right. And she did. So like, we had like 10 days to go till we close. And then Jackie got a big surprise that she got $3,500 extra dollars back right. from buying a house. That would not have happened if you didn't have the right people in right. place to do that job. So that's just a direct money in her pocket situation. But that job, if my sons were like, well, Dad, we like the housing stuff and everything else. Why don't we get our real estate licenses? I'd be like, well, no, I don't think that job's going to exist 30 years from now because 
the internet and everything else that's going on. Uh, I don't think it'll exist, and I don't think it'll exist at the level that you it is have now. that. You have truck driving, um, car sales. I spent a good amount of time in that business. Right. Um, well, they're talking about making a whole. They have a McDonald's car vending already. machine that yeah. I saw in Arizona, and I think they're building one out here. Carvana, mm-hmm. and I did like it intrigued me because it's a vending machine like that has cars in it, it's yeah. like whatever. Yeah, but I did go on their website and like you could literally buy a car in ten minutes and not deal with the person and show up there, pick it up, you do everything yeah. online. Um, hey, if the car's cheaper, I'm all for it. Like you're not find de- another job, figure it out. I mean, th- that's the thing. It, it, you know, so it comes to you're going to have to evolve into a profession that, um, you know, f- like physical stuff, even the stuff that we do, the delivering the packages and stuff. Eventually, you will have, uh, you know, uh, self-driving delivery vehicles. Seems to me that if they just if they just reorganize the the depository at the residence, right, they could absolutely have. I mean, the garbage man's pretty much automated nowadays. Right. The guy just drives up, picks it up, throws it in there without a. That could be right. Like if you put, if you had all the same standards for every mailbox, you could have a thing. Yep. Right. Go out right. there right. and right. deliver the right. stuff. Right. And then, so I ran a construction company for a bunch of years. And I liked my employees. I liked the lifestyle. I liked on Friday, I give the, you know, one guy 25 bucks. He goes and buy two cases of beer. And we sit there and we drink the beer mm-hmm. on, the, on, the, on the Friday evening, the five or six of us. That's That was the lifestyle that I liked. I enjoy the camaraderie of having the guys. But honestly, if someone said, hey, I got a magic wand. You can still make $165,000 this year. And you'll have no employees. Mm-hmm. I would take it in a minute just because these are the headaches. These are the things right. that the guys that don't show up on time, the guys that you know get hurt, the guys that break shit, everything else, all gone. I still make the same amount of money yeah. and less headaches. Right. So every company that's out there is totally ready to be mm-hmm. without employees. What do we do when 30 million people are out of work? Right. I don't know. Have you seen Andrew? I, they could start a podcast. Did you, right, but did you see Andrew? Yeah, I can't make any money at it. So. <laughs> no, no, I'm, uh, I'm right. losing money. Absolutely, me too. But have you seen Andrew Yang, the candidate for president that is, uh, is he's running he on UVI? For the UVI, yeah. I, and I'm familiar with that, and I think it's, I, I think it's a certainty that that will have to happen. Or you're going um, to have a lot of civil unrest. Because so when you take part of, you know, part of the, one of the things that I do enjoy with my job is that there is some sort of satisfaction with the physical work. You know, um, it's a very physical job. The truck's full at the beginning of the day. It's empty at the end of the day. I can clearly see that I've done something, even though it's horribly monotonous and probably pointless. exactly what I love about construction. Yeah. I showed up today. There was a pile of lumber. That was a building. Right. You're you're building something. You're creating something. I'm in my case. I'm getting rid of a bunch of garbage and delivering it to people. (laughs) Yeah. But there's a certain. So when you even with the universal income, if you take that sort of dignity away from creating or 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 a hard day's work, I just wonder how that manifests. I do. I my so my first thoughts on it. Not we're we're both supposed to be you know like uh, tree hugging liberals, right? And my, but my first thoughts on like that's insane. You can't possibly right. hand people that money. But then when you start delving into the numbers of so productivity in this country has skyrocketed right. in the last thirty years. It's, it just keeps going mm-hmm. up. Productivity keeps going up. But wages pretty much are flat mm-hmm. as far as like what people make. And 
when you look at automation, people don't look at automation the same way. They think automation is just the arms in the car factory making the car. That's not what automation is. Automation is anything that makes the job faster, better, quicker mm-hmm. with less employees. We used to do a lot of roofing. Mm-hmm. We'd be on a roof, doing a roof, and you'd have we had the when I first started our roof and the guy that I worked for, he was cheap. We were he would steal the hammers from Home Depot, you know, for us to right. hammer the nails down with. He was not buying anything. So hoses, compressors, guns, no way. So we were up there with the pouch, with the nails, we're pounding every single nail in there, boom, boom, boom. There's six guys on the roof. I started working for myself. I went out and I bought the compressor, mm-hmm. the guns and everything. I could get more done with three guys than we could get done with six guys with the guns and the compressors. So it cost, the initial upfront cost was more to buy the guns and the compressors, but I was no longer paying the guys. I was no longer paying the workman's comp for all the guys mm-hmm. and no longer worried about whether he was going to show up or not. If I needed right. if a gun broke, I'd go buy another gun. So that's automation. That raises production, but did I give everybody, did I, did I go out and spend $1,000 on compressor guns and hoses and then give everybody a raise? No. No. They all stayed the same, but now you got guns. And I'll tell you what, the employees were like, look at us, we got the guns. It's yeah. awesome. They thought it was But great. you're doing more work. You're, but, you know, Stan and Phil just lost their job because right. we don't need them anymore. Well, it's kind of the same thing with, uh, you know, at the post office, they have some automated stuff with sorting the mail. So we get it. It's supposed to be in de- a lar- large percentage is in that was delivery all done order. By a person at one time. Yeah. Well, yeah, there, it used to be you'd be in the office for four hours. And then you'd be on the street, as they call it, so delivering for four hours. So there it was eight-hour okay. day. Now it's more like there's, I'm in, in the office for an hour and a half on the street for six and a half hours. So it's Obviously more delivering more mail. Yeah, I'm delivering more. Right, right. Um, so that at some point has eliminated jobs. Absolutely. Um, I think if the post office would have been smart before Gmail and all of that stuff. Everybody would just get an email address when you were born, right, and it would sure, be a sure. .gov email address, and it would you could send all sorts of pertinent information through it. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't allow it to be spammed. Well, could you imagine the conspiracy theories of that? Well, yeah, the government for sure be looking <laughs> at your mail then. And <laughs> but, I mean, there's hackers looking at, at your mail for sure. Right. I did a thing with uh, uh, Carl Moulton's uh, uh, wife was a jeweler, and I uh-huh. wanted to buy some jewelry, and I sent her my credit card information uh-huh. through an email. And immediately it was got being, hacked. Yep, yeah, immediately. Right. I was like, "Wow." When are you going to have Carl on? I know. I got. I talked to Carl about coming on, and he was like, "What are we going to talk about?" I go, "Dude, I don't know, but it's going to be entertaining." Yeah, it'll be, we. It'll be. So when we initially had the idea for uh, Chris and I doing our podcast, Carl was a part of it back in oh, 2010, really? and I, you know, I think at the time our barriers then were just barriers now that are able to be crossed like we when we do our episodes now um chris is in arizona yeah and i'm in indiana right sure and i don't think you can tell i could that that's the case and you know that right i told you that like oh my god um, I didn't but I in 2010 you would have definitely been able to right to now i put the i put up the youtube video so obviously i'm uh you know completely exposed this is just in my house right. in front of a fish tank uh which I, I thought about moving it. The fish tank is actually a nightmare. I do mine in my basement. <laughs> right, right. Well, this is a nightmare. This is, uh, um, I love the tank and everything, but the reflections, uh-huh. everything has got to be rigged a certain way so that you can not, right. you know, have everything. Well, you have a light up there. Way up high, right, right, right. right. Uh, so, but, so, you know, as far as it goes, um, 
you know, having what happened with Carl then? I don't understand what. what um, I don't know. We just didn't. We couldn't make it happen because oh, okay. of the technology. Oh, and, and I was going through a divorce, so I was probably drunk most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, that the divorces tend to make you drink, or right. at least me. Right. I don't think I drank too much during my divorce. I was pretty much stewed in my own anger. But uh. yeah. well, I had a lot of anger, I, and I drank a lot. So right. I, there was a lot of lost times in those days so no carl's uh, uh i've always had uh, i think, I, think uh, I had to move out of my house was one of the other things. right but carl's a good guy to talk <laughs> to the, 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 the few times that i've gotten the chance to sit down and have conversations are always stimulating conversations and guys got a lot of good ideas i i want i want to have people on from an, an opposing point of view i don't want to sit there and argue with them right so, so that that's the thing but i don't want to have a you know monolithic one direction that it's always going because even with our conversation i hope that people got that i'm looking for solutions for stuff not just like because i don't believe the democratic party is there they're not the savior there's i'm a i'm a a a vigilant opponent of the dnc and i do not think the bernie sanders thing i I do not think it's being run well right now currently i think that what they're doing is they're promoting the most Middle of the road candidate who is not going to but get trying to win the people. That's all they're trying right. to do, and it's, and, it's and vanilla. It's terrible. I, I get it, but right. the reason that he won is that he got his base fired up. I, you know what? I, so I looked at, I looked, I did a lot of looking at the analytics because when that election was coming up, I was a guy that was always saying he could win. Mm-hmm. He could totally win, and there were a lot of people. Like, Which, That's yeah, insane. I said no way. It's going to be a landslide. Right, he right, has right. no chance. He's a I, joke. I got a cousin that'll be coming on. He's an author, uh, and he we had dinner, and he was like, "Listen," he goes, "I understand he's got this base and everything else, because there's no way, there's no chance, right. and he's more right leaning than I am, uh-huh. and everything else." And I'm like, "I'm telling you, people believe that he's this character." In the boardroom, right? That's all set. They don't understand that that's not even a real place. They've they've had documentaries years and years ago where they went and interviewed him in his real office. Mm-hmm. It's got like piles of paper and shit. Right. And everything else. It's like a fucking <laughs> McDonald's wrappers. Right, right. It's a <laughs> KFC empty bowls everywhere. Right. He's a conniption. He's like you know he's a guy that was calling news outfits. Right. And posing as somebody else talking, raving right. about how great Trump is. And it's him talking. Like, he's a fraud and everything else. But they believed he was the guy. And I'm like, I'm telling you. And then remember, like, the Kurt Cobain, which was a fake? Yeah. That's not real. Kurt Cobain never said that. Right. That if someone like Trump could get elected, he could save the country. Right. Like, Kurt Cobain had those sort of ideas to begin with. No. I, and I think, too, I think the big part of it is that there are a lot of people that are racist and they don't want to admit they're racist and they will secret they will secretly vote they will they will preach whatever on facebook on both sides i see i'm just a critical thinker i question both sides You're voting for Trump. You're, so that's you're, what you're telling me. It's so weird. You're critical thinking. You only think the same, have these same thoughts all the right, time. Right. Like your only critical thinking comes when AOC or somebody like that says something. So okay. So let but let's so we 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 bash the shit out of Trump because he's a fucking buffoon. <laughs> he's a moron. But I will say that there are. He's a guy that does this, and the wind blows, and oh, I'm going to yeah. do that. 
and some of it is good. So uh, I um, phone banked and worked at the uh, campaign office for Sanders in Joliet. Okay, so running. you are a Generation Xer that participated. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I totally got. That was the first time I got involved, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna. This guy. You didn't just sit no, back and there criticize. No, the things he was saying seemed like solutions, and, right? Yeah. And I saw a TV interview with him. Then the the reporter said, "Why are you running for president, or why do you want to be president?" And he, the first thing he said was, "I don't want to be president. Uh-huh. I think that we need to do these things to change the country's direction because this needs to be done, and no one's saying him but me." So I, being a president is the byproduct of what's going to go on. And I'm like, "Oh my God." This is a guy that's not an egomaniac that's trying to right. be president. It's a guy that's got solutions. So I started listening to him. His solutions were sound. Now, Donald Trump, to say things that are positive about him, because I'm, I'm, I mean, I have some things, they didn't come to fruition. Like, the, the, the problem was, like, so he, the, the trade deals. Right. I was against the trade deals. I don't care for NAFTA. I looked no, at I our. No, I don't think anyone. Well, would. Republicans did. Uh-huh. And th- th- this has been twisted now. So Republicans' worldview was, we're going to make this a world economy. Right, because it's going to be bigger. Right, free trade with China, free trade. And I sat down thinking, I know union workers that make, you know, with benefits, $90 an hour. Right. How could that compete with the guy making $2 a day in China? And polluting the shit out of everything. Yeah, whatever they want to do. Copyright. Right. That's the biggest thing now is the... you know, yeah, you'll have a shoe factory next to another one, the one that makes Nikes, and then the factory next door will make knockoff Nikes. Right, so it'll right, be the right, same right, right. exact. But they're having like I don't know why I know that, but you know, no, I'm right, 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 for filled sure. with useless information. But I looked at that situation and said, something has to be done about these trade deals. We cannot have free and open trade with everyone because no. we can't compete with the way that they're running their country. So Sanders was like, listen, we're going to need a tariff situation to be done on certain things to try and balance mm-hmm. the situation out. We need some leverage to try and renegotiate some of these trade deals because they're not in our favor. Right, like imagine if the Chinese made cars and the cars were like five grand for a new car. Right. So the blue-collar worker was really excited about what he was saying about that. Trump put his finger in the wind and saw that and said, all right, that's going to be my thing. Now, everybody that's a Republican, a dyed-in-the-wool conservative, should have their head should have exploded at that right. second and been like, tariffs, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. It's free trade. Free trade. Capitalism rules everything. The market we, will... Right, right well, we'll settle everything. If, if you make the best product right. and it's union if and it's just, made in the USA, people will buy it. No, they won't. If you just let them sell across state lines, everything will be solved. Right. No. no that's, that's It's not a disposable... True world now right, so instead exactly. of like if these headphones break i don't go you to like a headphone right. place the to TV have TV breaks you buy yeah. a new one, right i mean i had an uncle when i was a little tiny guy that was a zenith tv repair right. man yeah you think that job is still you, going right on? no there's no job there's no job no more zenith doesn't even exist so when when trump said i'm going to do bring back tar- coal mining well that was dumb but no but so i'm trying to pretend on some things that i was like i agree with him when he said, but he then he ended up doing it where he fucked it all up, and he's got to give twelve billion dollars to the farmers. Right, because so now you're doing socialism, right? The bad socialism part. Right. So you're trying to float somebody through this situation. Are, hey, farmers, are you taking the money though? Yeah, you're taking the money, but voting Republican doesn't make any right. sense. You're a conservative, <laughs> sure you are. Got it. Um, but then okay, they're taking so that money. Then hundred percent of the then time. Then Trump wanted to get out of Syria. And I'm like, I'm all for that. I'm all for get the fuck all, out of those all places. foreign stuff. And I, I realize that there's terrible, terrorists. 
terrible human rights violations that go on all over the world. Right. But I do agree with Bernie Sanders. We cannot police the whole world. I don't world. want to be the world's police. We're going to go bankrupt police. Uh, my kid or your kid, I don't, I'm don't. i sorry. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. Get I, my kids. I don't want them going to a, a war in a country that I'm, I feel bad for those people. But if if you you can't say on this on that same thing and then be like, well, we don't want any free trade and we want to seal up all our borders, right. you can't you can't argue capitalism and believe in those two things at the no, same they're time. Not, they're not right. They're not. You cannot. Right. So okay, well, the Mexico is going to say, well, you know what? We don't want any of your fucking retirees then. Sure. Right. You know what? Keep them. So, oh, Costa Rica could say that too. Oh, you know what? Fuck you guys. We're taking all the property that Americans have bought in Costa Rica, and we're just going to give it to our citizens right. because you won't let right. people right. that need right. to escape right. from right. Guatemala right. into your country. Exactly. I mean, it, that's, that's what I don't think, you know, it, it, just because the United States does something doesn't, um, you know, like doesn't mean another country can't, Retaliate by doing something else. Something else, right? Right. It's gonna. I, I even with the Sanders thing, I knew it was gonna get messy. Whatever Bernie was gonna do it was gonna get messy before it got better. But then it was gonna. He was gonna try and even the playing field as far as the American people and the American the American worker goes. Now the American worker can't compete with the Chinese worker because like they make two dollars an hour in a sweat uh-huh. sweatshop and they don't care about that. What needs to be done is. Somebody needs to start caring about that worker that's in China that's sleeping on six hammocks high and they're all dying and everything else. Right. So you can have a cheap iPhone. You know, right. like that. Which that I is, do love my iPhone. Right. 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 <laughs> right. That's where we're at. But that that you can't you can't square that with open markets and free trade right. and everything. Right. It doesn't the capitalism thing doesn't work. No, and you can't say when the the Chinese factory that's making the iPhones and Apple goes well, you know what? You're charging us too much money, and then that guy goes, "Well, screw you! I'm going to make a bunch of fake iPhones." Yeah, right. And the the United States can't do anything about that. Right. And China doesn't give a shit. Right. But when Trump wanted, so back to Trump, when Trump wanted to get out of Syria, I'm like all for it. His handlers got a hold of him and said, "Well, whoa, 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 yeah, we can't get out of there. We have an industrial military complex that needs feeding constantly." Isn't there something with opiates over there too? Maybe. Yeah. That yeah. I can't. Right, can't pour Poppies, you. maybe. Yeah, right. Well, or somewhere in but, that region. So he has these thoughts that I'm like, yes, finally, mm-hmm. he's going to do a thing that's going to change a thing that we don't spend four trillion dollars on wars that we don't have to borrow. But we're money still going to spend it on defense needlessly. Right. Well, that's the problem. We wouldn't spend it on defense if we we're all of a sudden we're out of those wars. There'd be nowhere for that. But geez, to go. the post office loses a few million dollars a year, and we're worried about that. We're right. spending what on defense, like. No, no, the, the defense thing's insane. It's, it's completely insane. You, you, the, the people that are conservatives want to cut, they want to cut things like education, and that doesn't make any sense to me. You've got to live with these people that don't know how to read or write now, but, you know, you like tanks just sitting in a field somewhere rusting. It doesn't Or doesn't a plane that takes billions of dollars to develop and then is a bust. And it's a bust, right, right, right. Well, I mean, you know, and I guess some of it you got you to spend some money on R&D and stuff like that to get to the... The point. Well, they have to keep Boeing and all the afloat. aerospace companies sure, afloat sure, because sure, sure. you know what? They got a lot of smart people that work there that make they have to pay a lot of money. Right, 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 right. But if I had somebody on that was pro-Trump, like you can only be um, 
like Joe Costick, I find to be a good guy as far uh-huh. as that stuff goes. Like I, I've had conversations where I sit down and talk with Joe, and I usually don't use the last names, but you know Joe would know who he was anyway. Right. But uh, but I've talked to him, and he is Joe. a straight up Republican, mm-hmm. and you know he's got very conservative thoughts and everything else, and he's been you know suspiciously absent from a lot of the stuff on uh, Facebook. Well, I, it is. I would be embarrassed. If I he, if I was on that team yes, right, per right, se, right. I would I, I would be embarrassed, and I would also think this guy is devoid of any morality. But then I think that's part of the thing with like Joe. You know, a, Joe, and, and, and a big a part of guy. being on the right. on the right is that regardless. Okay, so I go to like I'm going to just give a stereotype. Like, oh, okay, I go to church. Um, I believe in God, I'm a, or I consider myself a Christian. Like you're more likely to be a Republican, I would say. Uh, I think I mean, they've co-opted that because it's the simplest way to say I'm good. Right, but how can you, how can you be that party and oh, like against you're against drugs and all of that stuff, and then have this morally bankrupt person as? Yeah, no, that's another circle you can't square. It doesn't. But the, okay, so I've twisted that in my brain. I mean, I'm like, not saying I'm the most moral no, person no, 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 no. on earth. Right, that that I've never done anything either. wrong. No. I'm just saying you should see my messenger on Facebook. It's fucking terrible. It's the most awful place in the world. <laughs> my goddamn friends on there. It's like I'm a little scared sometimes. Uh, you know who you are, Jeff Harvey. Um, so, uh, anyways, uh, the but. You know, I think that they've co-opted that so that they can uh-huh. just be like, "I'm good" and everything else, and and that's, you know, com- complete nonsense. And that's down to every single person's own choice on what is moral and what's not moral, right? Right. Like, I mean, so like the the I'm not, uh, um, you know, uh, Jesus. I, I'm agnostic, mm-hmm. so I'm a guy that like I'm not here to tell you that there so is. So you no don't God. talk about it. Well, no, is that, I just isn't don't, that what that means? No, agnostic just so atheist is like. You're like there is no God. Right. I know that there's no God. So you're just agnostic like, is like listen, there I could be. There could be someone better if he brings him along. I'll believe in it. You know what I mean? Like has, that. Yeah. If you can get some uh, Satanistic person over here and he can uh-huh. conjure Satan himself, guess what'll happen? I'll believe in God because if Satan's real, yeah. If then there's God's a real. direct opposite, yeah. Right. That God must be real. So, um, it, but it, there's probably a, I, I look at it and go, well, there could be a creator. There could be someone out in the there, cosmic there universe. Could be. It, it, it wouldn't could be. be it wouldn't be relatable to us. I don't think if there no. was. And it's, I and I don't. Th- and personally, I don't think he's watching sports or he, or she yeah, or whoever. Won the game. Yeah, like <laughs> thank God Notre Dame won. I think it's or, more like a kid making a sandcastle in the sand and walks away from it. Never thought about it. Anymore. Right. Because you know you can't possibly think about these things and let the Holocaust happen or let, or, or let what's happening in South America and some of these right, countries. Right, right. Um, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know, but that's a very Here's another one high level. Can't square. You can't have it both ways. I see the, the same guy that posts the post, we should not give any money to Colombia for aid or, you know, some South American uh-huh. country, but then we don't want those people to come here. Either. Well, wait a minute. When you stop the aid, right. that's when they're this, coming here. Then they're then they're or, packing or, it up. Or the, I want to drug test the, all the people that are on food stamps. Okay, so then the kid doesn't get to eat because so now number one he's got a parent that's it's a drug a crack addict. addict, right? Right, and I can't eat. And now he's not going right. to eat. But they and then besides that, the uh, they've done a cost analysis on that. It doesn't. Yeah, work. well, it, every they tried to do it in Michigan. 
Um, it didn't work. They tried. To, I think they tried to do it in Florida, and they've stopped it in Florida. Right, right. Well, and if 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 it didn't fly in Florida, right, it ain't working because that is the, <laughs> that's the test. I see people that when that when that was brought up, which is for me the most valid point. Listen, if you if it costs more to drug test than the people that you found out were abusing the mm-hmm. situation and taking drugs, then it then it didn't work. Right. So, but they say, well, on principle, I don't want to pay for people. Listen. You ain't paying for shit anyway. Right, it's, it's barely barely anything. And then let's do the like the math is my I always post math things mm-hmm. on there, and I love the like the goofy math problems that are on Facebook that you can sit there and figure out and come mm-hmm. up with the you know the the uh, the sums. But uh, if you take one one of the sixty five you know huge corporations that paid no taxes last year, and you say, well, that corporation should have paid four billion dollars in taxes, and your Main concern isn't the four billion that you didn't get; it's the four hundred dollars that that black lady right. got. And she's got fingernails. I know, and she bought like pop. Like, but right, 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 right. <laughs> and she Twinkies. Bought, she bought pop she and bought a lobster. Twinkies. Yeah, doesn't make any sense because not because there aren't people abusing it, and, and I'd like it if they didn't. Mm-hmm. And I think there's other ways you could figure out for them not to. You can do the UBI thing is a way to stop the welfare situation, right? Because everybody gets it. And it doesn't affect you as far as And I think there's a certain argument, too, with that, Mm -hmm. that, well, then it's going to cause a huge amount of inflation. And I would argue, no. I mean, I think think you're going to... Do the math on the situation. Take $400. How many of this woman that you saw, that you say you saw at the grocery store with the fingernails done and the steak in her hand, how many of those does it take to make up the $4 billion? Chances are those people aren't shopping at a store where there's black people. I'm going to say that. No, right. But I'm just saying that... (laughs) You would need you would need forty million of those people to make up yeah. the four billion that that one company well, we have. Here. Like I mean, so we have federal workman's compensation at my at the post office, and I you know I'm a union steward. I do not doubt that there are some people that are abusing it, but does that mean we just do away with the whole thing? No, and there's absolutely I'm a. I'm a handicapped guy that that works three. I work two jobs and I do this. Mm-hmm. And this is like you do. You're doing this is a kind of a job. This is like a thing. well. It takes me two days to edit. Right. Once you know, I sift through because what like uh, I guess we'll get back to the podcast because we can go all day on politics. Oh right, right. For um, sure. So sure. like what we do is we would kind of do this where we would freestyle. We'd have a li- we have a little bit of an outline of. You know, the magic fishbowl isn't really a fishbowl. <laughs> We've already picked out yeah, what, we're, right. which movie we're going to do. But um, so we'll talk, and we'll have two hours. Oh of, man, I'm totally disillusioned by that. You're we'll, kidding me. We'll, <laughs> we'll have two hours worth of tape where we've just talked, and then I will go in, and it'll take me two days to chop it up, edit it, um, do you know an intro and maybe another outro, just depending on what what's done and it's so it, it takes me almost two days to do that but because i have to work my regular job right right on right. top of it but yeah right same with me yeah so it, it takes time and it, it's it's a job i enjoy it i hope that other people enjoy it i, I yeah. think that part of part of what you're doing is an escape to do your own thing and like have your own you know like your, your own podcast which is a fun thing to do and then the other part is I do enjoy looking at the analytics and seeing that I have 600 views right. in a month. Mm-hmm. That means 600 times someone clicked on my one of my videos and checked it out. That's amazing. It, 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 it's terrific, and it's it's a situation where like if I had uh, 
200 in a month. I'd be like, well, someone could have made a mistake or something. But when I got 600, I'm like, hey, people are actually, and then I would get uh, messages from people that are like, hey, man, you know, I watched the uh, the witch one or I watched uh-huh. the jujitsu one and stuff like that. And he goes, I just got through the whole thing, you know, and I'm going to look at this one next and everything else. And they're, they're happy about Well, like it. when I messaged you, like I was like with your the one that I listened to with Laura, right, like right. it was awesome. Like you guys did so, yeah, a phenomenal job. So, yeah, and I think that job. some people it's, need to understand how you and why should someone listen to our, 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 our Well, I think a big barrier that we have is people don't know what the hell a podcast is. Correct. Even though correct. it's a huge thing. Yes. Second, Apple. So if you try to look up your podcast on uh, uh, Google Play yeah. um, or mine, it's a ni- it's a complete nightmare. Right. It's on there somewhere. Yep. If I click on if the I right thing, the title title. Yeah. Then I get it. Um, Apple, like yours, mine, it just comes updates on my phone. Yep. Right. Push notifications. You know, when I do a new episode, it just like boom, yep. it's on there. Right. So yeah, I follow we, yours, so I get mm-hmm. when you do a new episode, I get it. It's Spotify. Um, not a lot of people have that. I don't know sure. why. It's, well, but. so like, what the point would be the the best thing for someone to do if you want to try and find this podcast or Jerry's podcast is to find it that first time, spend a couple minutes finding it, mm-hmm. then subscribe or follow right. the podcast. If you follow it, right? And if you like, in our case, if you just type "so cool podcast" into Google, yeah, but it's so cool, one word, right? Just it's, one word. Yeah, that's right, the other right. mistake that yep. we've apparently made. First time I looked for it, I made the yeah. wrong, right, right, right. And uh, it probably should have been called the So Cool Podcast because that's what people want to say. And if you ask Alexa to play it, it doesn't. Anyway, and then there's a not so cool podcast also that's out there. there. Go, right, right, right. So, but anyway, hopefully if, it's good. Maybe they'll you know get some crossover. Right, I know. Um, but I have a lot of fun doing it, and I. I thank you for inviting me here. No, absolutely. But the, like, so the podcast thing, though, the worst thing that's going to happen to anyone if they go on and they follow Jerry's podcast, whether it be on Podbean or mm-hmm. uh, you know iTunes, Apple, uh, you know uh, the Apple Store, or something like that, or you go to YouTube and you subscribe to my channel, is you're going to get a push notification that you can turn off. But if you don't want to turn it off, you can just it's just an email or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can ignore it. But you'll know when something comes up. And for mine, it's a different topic all the time. Right. I guarantee you at some point I'm going to hit a topic that you will be interested in. Absolutely. And, you know, some <laughs> at some point I'll do a movie that is relatable, like everyone has seen maybe that we'll talk about. I, I don't know. Maybe I was a kid that was watching all the movies, but I've seen everything. everything oh, God. I wanted to do – I just wanted – I have. I want to do Hot Dog the movie so bad, but it's so obscure. But you it gotta was like – You got to do the – Like uh, Top Gun. No, you got to do have. the John Cusick one with the $2. Oh, the Better Off Dead. The better off we dead. do have a segue to that because, yeah, we did a bit. Right. But like a lot of those – a lot of those bits too do come from – old uh, like drinking games that we used to play like like kind of like the fuck marry kill game but uh, we used to call ours for the publicity right. and you had to fuck the person so sure. whatever you know so i would say with jerry's with yours the, like yours is for me if i don't get a chance to get out and get a conversation in with somebody that i like to hang out with and talk to like i like to turn yours on and then hear it and yeah. and so the way i listen to a podcast is so, you know, when I go into the bathroom to, you know, shit, shower, shave, and everything uh-huh. else, I got a tablet in there. Right. So put it on the tablet. My bathroom is wired with speakers in mm-hmm. it. So when the shower's on, it's real loud and everything else. So the entire time I'm in there, I got that going on. 
or and I do audiobooks too. So like yeah, I if do I'm in the right, if I'm too. in the car people walk through life dumb because mm-hmm. they just want to listen to their you know whatever music they've been listening to since like mm-hmm. I mean honestly people that are still listening to the exact same hair bands that they were listening to when I was in high school <laughs> I'm like man you got to evolve a little bit here like you know get some newer shit in there guilty as charged right, 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 right. <laughs> You know, I mean, I like the like, Cage Elephant and some uh-huh. newer stuff that's out there. Like, I really like the, the the new alternative that's out there too. But if you just spend your time mindlessly droning through that stuff, you can get a lot out of a podcast. Right. I mean, when I started listening to podcasts, um, it was like you know Joe Rogan's, and I listened to uh, Pod Save America. So, I do, like, I do, I like. I'm on the street for six hours. I have one earbud in, um, so listening to music. I, I have to look out for dogs, sure, sure, which sure, I did sure. get bit a couple of weeks ago, which nice. is an interesting story. Nice. But I so I have one earbud in. Um, I, normally, I listen to a lot of political stuff, but lately I've been trying to, to kind of broaden and listen to like I do really enjoy some of the new newer um, kind of old time radio dramedy stuff they're doing oh that serial one with the they did the documentary right on they HBO. did that one but also there's oh, a new that, one with that's a podcast yes <laughs> right that's the most famous podcast probably right ever. of all time but that people don't even they're watching that show on hbo and they're like oh my god this like is- i didn't listen to podcasts even when i was i think my wife and i drove to florida and we we were, you know, for some reason, I think this was when we first got together and Serial had just came out. And I could, like, they released all the episodes, first of all. So we turned on the first one and the whole way down there we listened to it and I was yeah. hooked. Yep. Completely yep, yep. hooked. That So that that was the same for me for... Um... But Rami Malek is doing one. Uh, you know, the guy that played yeah, Freddie yeah, yeah, Mercury. Yeah, Mercury right. He's doing one called Blackout. And... Uh, He's an interesting. It is a too. very well funded. I it, it's you know it's an old fashioned radio j- drama. The episodes are like twenty minutes long. It's now, about see, those are safe. Yeah, the well funded thing is a is actually the bonus for podcasts for me because I like a podcast because if you're watching your news right. program, it is there's an editor that says, oh no 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 that's a sponsor. Right. We have, we we can't we got to lean it this way or lean it that way. So you're getting a you're getting unfiltered bill. Yeah, right, right, right. No, you are, and you when you. But if you look at the news, or you look at something like that, you are getting a flavored mm-hmm. version of what's happening. Where if you're listening to a podcast, I have no. I mean, I like the fake commercials you guys do but, on yours, but I have well, no sponsors. I mean, at first, those are they're essentially placeholders to maybe if we get, ever got real sponsors. But those are about fifty thousand listens away from what I understand right, reading right, up. Right, but like I think. With what you're doing, it's really cool because you're talking to regular people versus that's why you know like a yeah. Joe Rogan isn't going to have me or you on no, his no, no, no. podcast because right, 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 right. no one would care. Well, so and the, the point of my podcast, and I don't know if you know, I get people that like so some some people are like uh, drive by sh- uh, social media people, right? Uh-huh. So they're like on there for a day or two and then they skip it for. I don't get that. I pretty much check my social media daily, and if I mine's so busy on my social media, right. If I did not check it for a week, I would honestly have like 600 notifications. Right. Like, oh my God, what the fuck? Uh, so, but you know, so it's like, a, it's a daily thing. It's almost a little too much. I, I want to get an app that like tells me what I'm looking at because I don't look at it so much. But um, 
the you know the whole thing with the with the podcast and with, with everything else is that you are getting sort of unfiltered me but nothing goes across the same on Facebook and stuff like that as mm-hmm. just the actual person. I mean, this is for a laugh too. I'm, lo- right. I'm looking for, for, for a good time and I'm looking for, you know, any, I have a lot of them booked yet. Uh, but I'd like other people with different points of view, just, they gotta be based in some sort of reality. Right. You have to, like Laura said, you have to agree on a base set of facts or, it's or not- I gotta get a fact checker. Right, you just have someone sit over there and yell out, "That's not true!" Right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, I would sit someone with the laptop and just like sitting there hitting the fact checks. That's another one that drives me nuts. I'm, I'm getting called out now on Facebook, and I think it's adorable that uh, I look for too many facts. Like that's my that's my mo. Oh well, if you looked, at the, if you. Drilled down through everyone's life, some people have made mistakes, right? right? Like, oh no, this guy was bankrupt six times, and like this he burned, right. he burned the people. That's my thing. Like, I hope that contractors, people understand that. that construction workers, right? Like, I saw that happen in New Buffalo. There was a guy named Jimmy Gerzik who was a developer, um, uh, like a strip mall developer in this area, like, and he. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bought, bought a but bunch he, of right. property up there, and then he f- stiffed everybody. But his whole his whole thing was to actually bankrupt the. Yeah, he would buy them all to bankrupt it. Right. Well, yeah. there's a guy that does that that owned Lincoln Mall and a mall in Benton Harbor. Right, but right. there's a um, he was a developer, and he basically bought all of downtown New Buffalo, and the city bent around him and did a bunch of stuff. And then one day he was gone, and his sh- buildings weren't finished, and they were downtown new buffalo like oh yeah you know and and so one of my friends was working as a contractor for him and he he owed him fifty thousand dollars or whatever and so the guy went in to go get his tools and everything and they arrested him right well that's another weird one you know there's so many people that are contractor types who are full out trumpsters and if they just realized how many contractor types he ruined their lives Oh By yeah, like, the they workers. They got fully invested yeah. into a job that they were doing for the guy. Well, you know, like you could be with a business like if you if I had a sale that I made when in the bike business for $100,000, let's say, to a, another company and I invoiced them and then they just decided not to pay me, I'm going to have a problem. Right. Right, right, right. right. Well, <laughs> think know? about think about like so, you know, or they, they said, no, we'll just give you 50000 How about right, that? Right, 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 right. No, yeah, right. So actual lie, like, I don't want to, like, uh, again, Trump to me is the best thing that ever happened for, not my side. It's uh-huh. for the solutions. I mean, I know, I, I like, I've seen a lot. I pay attention to a lot of the stuff that you put on social media and stuff. And I think it's, it's some of it is, yeah, that fucking guy is a goddamn crook, and we don't get why. Right. Are people who people who are just like us that we like we care about those people? Why are you so invested in this guy who's a crook? It right. makes no sense to me. But another part of what you do is solution based. Right. Like I'm looking for a solution. I don't want social single payer health care because I'm a socialist and I've got this mm, right. ideology. I want it because I've looked at the numbers. We have a shitty healthcare system right. in this country that we pay three times as much as other countries, and we live a less healthy life. Right. Everything is not the way it should be. 
if we're the brightest and the smartest country, we should have we could do it better. And like, shouldn't we take care of our people if they can't take there care of themselves? There should be a certain empathy part of it too. Which those are the only people on, on social media that I'm like, you know, you're an asshole. Like, yeah, like, you know, oh, I got, I got mine. You know. Fuck you. I don't care. Right. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? At some point, the dynamic changes because at some point, if you keep people down enough and you take away enough stuff. They're gonna come and get their shit back. Some of, it, some of it's a self-fulfilling part prophecy, <laughs> you know? right? If you're if you're forced to if you're in a demographic, you're an African American or you're a Mexican American or if you're from Cuba and you've come here and you're pushed on and pushed on and pushed on into a situation where you've got no outs and then you go and commit a crime right. because you need to f- eat. Yeah. Then then they're like, see, the brown yeah. man committed the crime. Or because you're addicted to drugs and you don't have any help sure, sure. getting off of them right, or whatever. Right, right. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, we're not gonna. I, we're not I gonna hope. solve any problems. But I don't no. want. I don't want anyone to ever walk away from a conversation that I had, thinking that the only reason that I would like someone else to be president is because I don't like Donald Trump personally, and I don't like Donald Trump personally. <laughs> no, I'm not a right. fan. I'm not a fan of that. Like, if I was to sit down, and I don't get it either. Like, if someone said, "Okay, Bill, s- explain to me, do the definition of." douchebag like draw a picture of yeah like a 70 year old guy with like a hair comb over overweight there's nothing ripped off a bunch of people he has a gold toilet i mean like i I don't know what else gets douchier right like he talks about he talks about how much money he made and it's all lies too like it's not he didn't make that money like this is a guy that inherited it and like there's nothing i just think we're only here for a certain amount of time and if we can't be decent to each other, then what's the point of it? You know, well, like, I think that why, some why of the Republicans do, have been sold a bill of goods. Why do we have to step on other people in order for, like, like you said when I got here, like, you know, about teaching our kids that happiness should be the goal? That's like a brilliant. That's a brilliant thing to say, right? Because, you know, when I was growing up, I think I thought, well, I want to be successful. I want to have a lot of money. I want to have a bunch of, you know cars i want to have right. a huge house but then you know later on in my life i started to realize well partly because i didn't have money <laughs> that well, they say, that, they that happiness that... was probably m- way more important right. and if i would have just focused on the stuff that i enjoyed probably i would have been in better shape financially anyway so well they say that the people that that do the most uh, firing at people and the lower are the people that are just above them. Right. They're the people that, like, they're looking at life like... You're like one, one step above right, on if, the ladder. Right, but if one little slip, I could be that right. guy. Right, And that, to me, seems crazy because you should be able to relate to that guy then, but you can't. You're so afraid of being that guy. Right. I mean, th- there was a bunch of studies that were out there that were like, you know, when the Irish came, you know, the people that just were in just before... Polish people. Right, were like... Well, they're pitted against them because they don't want to be the guy at the bottom anymore. You know, right. My grandma hated Polish people. Like, if she was Irish, you know, off the boat, and it was yeah. just... Yeah, sure, 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 I, sure. Yeah. Uh, to, uh, she, well, she hated black people, too. So, right, I, don't, right, I mean, right. I don't know. But, I mean, like I said, like, so there are... I have solutions that I think would work out, but I don't see a chance that a Republican could ever put them in place. One of them is a huge one that would solve problems across the board publicly funded elections right where there I was, love that idea and I I don't see why anyone would be opposed to it I, I I well okay I had one guy who was like listen I'm a Republican and I feel that 
and I couldn't believe he said it, but he said it out loud, my party probably wouldn't win any more elections if the elections weren't funded by money. And I'm like, oh my god! Like, well, and it would take the motivation out of uh, out of these corporations and lobbies. Like, but why we would talked you care about, more about your right. party than the country and people getting the power to vote? Right, and and you're 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 basically on on one side, you're siding with. I, I don't want to say that there's a some sort of class situation going on, but there is. There's there's a handful of people that have way more than most right. people. Well, the people confuse what I just said, like publicly funded elections with getting rid of lobbyists. Now, lobbyists Well, I are, could, I, I'd be fine with that too. But. Right, but lobbyists... So I spent a week. I don't know if I... We mean you've never talked about it, but... So I went with a consumer advocacy group for wheelchair stuff. Okay. To, to Washington, and... So there are, there are good lobbies too, is what... Lobbying's a, an essential part of our the way our government works. So we all we did was we went to like... One full day, it was like eight hours where I was taking notes and they paired me up with a with a, a Desert Storm vet who was missing three limbs. Mm-hmm. And I mean, his story, he was you know, driving in a Humvee and they got hit, hit an I, IOD or whatever. And mine, I don't know what it hit exactly, but he got blown off the road and he lost a good portion of his body. And I mean, he was jacked up. So, but we, we sat through this thing and it was really like a law that was how wheelchair stuff gets build right. to the government okay okay so this guy had a stake in it i had a stake in it and i was more there because there's all kinds of guys that are not me that still have you know a stake mm-hmm. in how the government funds wheelchairs so we went to an eight-hour seminar then we, we go to dinner and then the next day we kind of like talked amongst each other for half a day mm-hmm. about you know what we're going to do and then they grouped us up they organized the situation and then I had appointments, half-hour appointments with representatives, with Dick Durbin, mm-hmm. with all these people, and we sat down with them. Now, if you think your government, the people that run your government, are ignorant to what's actually going on, that's one thing. When you talk to them, you find out that they really are ignorant, too. Right. And, and so be it. I'm ignorant to all kinds of things I don't know about. That's uh-huh. the reason for the podcast. I'm going right. to sit down with a witch and find out what being a witch is because <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? The the yeah. the. the, the the transgender guy that I had on, like, I don't know what he went through to right. get to where he's at. So I'm going to sit down and find out. This is exactly what our representatives are doing. So they're going to vote on a bill in three days. I come in for a half an hour okay. and I explain to him this bill. Gotcha. Explain. Now, that's one part of lobbying. Now, that's the, the other part, part that you is the keep. big corporations. You could totally keep that part when you have publicly funded elections because it's still the same appointments. The, the part that's bad is the guy that's like, listen, I want to get an appointment with you, but instead of me coming to you, I'm too busy because I'm a billionaire. Right. I'm going to fly you first class to me. And you're going to golf all You're going to tell them how good cigarettes are for, yes, right, for but, people. Right, right. And then at the end of the week, <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to probably donate to your campaign because I like you and stuff like right. that. So it's separate, but it's still the same. And then I'm going to explain to you that I my business needs this bill where you can dump your coal ash mm-hmm. in the river. In the river, and who cares? Kill everyone downstream right. because I need the money. So that's the bad part of lobbying. So we need to separate. Like, there's socialism that I don't want. I don't want government in control of my news. But I do want things that should not be for profit, like health care, to be taken care of by the government right. so no one falls to the cracks. Because isn't that the job of the government, essentially? Some people think it's to just help keep wealthy order. people. And, no, I think it's... So if I'm a shepherd, um, I live here on my fish tank stuff. is a mm-hmm. hobby of mine. The lake, I'm the guy that stocks the lake here and right. everything else. 
if I'm the shepherd of the lake or I'm the shepherd of this system right here, these two animals that are in here, these are the lions. These are right. top predators, the apex predators. They're tiger muskies in the lake. When I got them, they were this, the width of two pencils and about nine uh -huh. inches long. If all I do is put this animal in the ecosystem, and the, the tank doesn't count, it's too small. Right. But And I don't just put them in there because they would, they would starve. But if all I do is keep putting muskies in there, because I like muskies, I like muskies, and I keep putting them in there, everything in the end is going to starve. Right. Because you can't just eat muskies. So what I have to do is I have to put a shit ton of minnows uh -huh. in the lake, and I have to put things in the lake that minnows have places to hide, minnows have things to eat, right. minnows have breeding ground. Because if I don't take care of the very bottom of the ecosystem, the very top of the ecosystem dies also. Right. Well, that's what I mean. Like, who does the work then? If everybody just says, well, screw you, we're not, well, that's we're not, reverse, play, we're not playing this game anymore. That's the reverse Atlas Shrugged. Right. You know, Atlas yeah. Shrugged. You know yeah. that story where we're, we're so overburdened with taxes, we're just going to not do right. this anymore. Yeah, the people that own Walmart are going to going to. Yeah, but like, doors. what if, you know, if, 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 like in the 1970s, so like that was when the postal strike happened and it was just one big branch because um, we're all our union is structured like we have a bunch of smaller uh, locals you know yeah um, like ours is one of the big ones South Suburban but New York City there was a branch of letter carriers and they went on strike they had to bring the National Guard in it was a complete Crazy. fiasco it was a sure. wildcat strike it was illegal okay no one got fired over it right um, but like if that was a thing and there was a general strike it could change i think that's one of the things that could change sure. dramatically right how things are structured in right. in any kind of way so if it was for it was over healthcare yeah you could do it for 2 days and it would cripple everything at the top right 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 it's also you know back to the solutions but, that but that's why they keep everybody arguing with each other because oh, if, that's a fact. if everyone got together they would be like oh you know what we're taking your stuff you right. don't understand so when you die donald all your wealth you know what we're gonna do we're just gonna write checks to everybody wait but i mean and donald doesn't seem to understand either that no matter how wealthy he becomes or whatever happens he can't take it with you anyway no it's gone. you're just you're dead right you're dead so you know back to like solution-based situations I, I, you know, I, I mean, with you and me, we're gonna bash Trump because he's, right. he's 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 this massively dumb big target mm -hmm. to do that too. But solutions like publicly funded elections, solutions like re reforming the lobbying situation in this country, those would drastically change the way that the country goes. Right, and we would elect probably. Right. More liberal libtard. Right, libtard. That's my favorite. <laughs> I am a libtard. Right. I guarantee. What, what, what are some of the, the other ones? There's there's still so many awesome ones that they use. It's, it's like, oh, my God, you just called me a name. Yeah, what do snowflake. You like? No, snowflake. Wait a minute. The snowflake thing, that kills me. Because, like, we've had this total conversation. I've never been angry once. I'm 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 never mad. Right. Like, that's not a situation. And then you're going to call me. me an asshole and an idiot and right. Right. They get all mad and, and call you names and everything else. And I'm the snowflake. How am I the snowflake? Wait a minute. Your leader, Donald Trump, is the biggest snowflake. He's the most thin-skinned, fragile. Any critical thing. Oh my God. Yeah. He's tweeting twelve times like a child that you know this is going on. Like he's amazing. I'm all for that to go away. 
See, to I'm be the honest opposite. with you, I'm all for I'm, I'm all for the whole that whole. I think thing. that they got to unleash. Did you hear what uh, uh, Bannon said? That if he gets reelected, you'll get Trump unleashed, like he's been oh, somehow leashed he, this entire time. He's like, gonna do, he's gonna do whatever he wants until he dies. Right, right, right. Well, there's no nothing. So okay, this is the reason that I think that Trump has to run and win the next the next time to keep himself out of jail, because there will be other investigations this Mueller report is, is honestly people that think that there's nothing there that like somehow ooh, right. he, there's all kinds there right there's all kinds of guilty people that pled guilty that were 30 wealthy, something the, yeah. well, the, all the indictments and then there's like seven people that that pleaded guilty these are wealthy powerful people they would never plead guilty to something if they didn't right. do something and it's probably they pled guilty some some lesser thing than they actually did so they could not get as much time right so like there's all kinds of dirt in this report. The report's online. You could read it, but instead you go listen to Hannity and he tells you there's nothing there. He tells you it's fine. Right. It's, or it's, yeah. It's nuts. But so I don't know, getting back to that with the whole libtard and the insult thing, it just like when you post a fact from a website, no matter what site you post it from, you're wrong, and that site is biased. Right. So, so here's what I, what I my challenge to those people is: listen, and then they they have decided that all fact checking sites are biased. Right. All fact checking sites are not biased, um, and if you go to them, they usually cite where they got right. the information right. Right. from. Second, and if you're unfamiliar with citing, then you need to take some basic English classes. Big, you know. But if you're if you're if you're skeptical about it, then these are three entities. I'll give you. Where you got PolitiFact, you got Snopes, mm-hmm. and you got uh, FactCheck.org. Right. Okay, that's three different entities, and these are three entities. And that, that .org is a non-for-profit. Right, but they make their yeah, but non-for-profit you can still make money on a non-for-profit. You can well, still the be a officers guy can right, make the right. money. <laughs> so there's, but they still have a vested monetary interest in the site being viable, mm-hmm. right? So if all you did in your fact-checking site was post things that weren't facts. You would go out of business, first mm-hmm. off. Secondly, if you take all three of these sites who are independent of themselves and you cross-check one right. thing between the three sites and they all come up with it's not a fact, it's not a fact. Right. It's not a fact. So, But then that's when what I'm saying is that's when you get the name calling. Yes, sir, oh, no, immediately, right. Right. Like, but how happy – see, for me, like I always spin it, I guess. I'm happy that I'm not the person saying – facts are not facts right all right i have a spokesperson that actually said alternative facts out loud because how do we get back to that so like when he's gone yeah. which he eventually he will he, be well well or i don't know, I, Maher, I, don't know. I predicted that he's a coup i predicted that he does not cede power I, I i predict that if the election is anywhere close that he will have an investigation and that if if yeah, right, right, right. That right. Congress leave. will not do anything because right, right. they they won't do anything. They he don't is, do anything. He flat out now. said when China voted for president mm-hmm. forever, he said that sounds good to me. Right. That's... I predict that. I mean, speaking of podcasts again, there's another podcast that that um, speculates on an American the second civil war happening and that you sure. know it's very scary because there's a ton of podcasts a lot out of, there and I encourage everyone to go yeah. listen to a podcast, including mine and and Jerry's, and mine. but. And the podcast is super simple. In my Subaru, I can put the podcast on my phone. It's Bluetooth to my 
right vehicle and it plays the podcast while i'm driving yeah so it's super easy um if i have a tv on in the house or a radio at the office so our, our computer at the office mm-hmm. i can have it on i can do my work and it's right what's going on it's super easy that is a barrier um oh, for some barriers, people it's free well it is free it's free you can pay me in cash I'll give you the location later. Bring some Bloody Marys. Yeah, I I will take money. But essentially, like I said, I do it, and hopefully it makes people laugh and they enjoy it. And the other thing is is you can can be positive because I don't have much money that I'm not being paid by some big corporation. I am not. I would would love to be, though, if anyone wants to (laughs) sponsor either one. is very low. If other one of... If anyone wants to sponsor either one of our podcasts, we will take your money. Well, hey, man, we're, we're the longest I've ever gone. We're two okay. hours and 40 minutes. Let's let's wrap it up All because right. this will definitely take people a long time to give to the, the, my, Very good. My, my listeners. But, uh, um, you know, in the end, uh, please go check out the So Cool podcast. Check out uh, my podcast. Uh, you know, if you're listening to it in the podcast, there's a YouTube version. My conversations with people who know stuff is the same thing in you know, both places. Check it out. Please subscribe. Let us know that you're, you know, we're not doing this for money, so let us know no. that you're following us. Yeah. All right. Very good. Cool. Thanks, cool, Bill. All it's right. Good time. Cool, man. So then I dropped it in the mailbox and sent it special. Time.